This is the NTT IndyCar Series. From the Iowa Speedway in Newton, Iowa. You realize how good something is until you don't get to go back. And certainly last season on 2021, I think we all missed racing at Iowa. One of my favorite racetracks. I mean, a really short oval, extremely challenging. It's bumpy. There's patches on the bottom lanes. But really, it, it opens up opportunity. It's such a great place for us to race. I think short track racing is awesome for IndyCar. With live flag-to-flag coverage, this is the IndyCar Radio Network. In sweltering Iowa heat Saturday, Joseph Newgarden stayed cool. He wrestled the lead away from several contenders on lap 30 and led over 200 laps en route to the win. Today, it's a bit more bearable temperature and humidity-wise, but a race that is unfriendly to tires is 50 laps longer. Welcome to Iowa Speedway. I'm Mark James. Our driver analyst, Davey Hamilton, handling Mario Andretti's duties as the driver of the fastest seat in sports today. And Davey, as we say right off the top, uh, very tough on tires, this Iowa Speedway. More tire management is in the offing as we've added 50 laps to the proceedings. Oh, boy. These drivers, after doing it one time yesterday, Mark, and struggling around this racetrack on those wore-out tires at 250 laps, you're right. Now it's 300, even even worse. But the good news, Mark, it is hot, but, but a bit cooler than yesterday. It feels better than yesterday for these drivers. Uh, but it, it's going to be exciting, Mark, for one reason. All these teams now can adjust their cars. They know what yesterday's race brought to them. Now they can adjust for it. So I see it being way more competitive today than yesterday. But, I mean, you, you look at the temperature and look you look at the humidity, and we'll have specifics later, as you suggest. Noticeably cooler. Much more of a breeze. Still plenty of bright sunshine. It's still plenty warm. The danger is to go far, go too far the other way in terms of making adjustments. Yeah, bingo. That's exactly it. Because some of these teams that were really uh, loose, being in the back of that car, is wanting to spin around. They, you, you know, as a driver, they're telling them it was horrible. You need to tighten it up. If you get it too much, it still slows you down with the front end not turning. So you're exactly right. How do you not overcompensate? But I still feel that it's going to be better race cars because you can drive one with an understeer way better than you can with an oversteer. Uh, from a grip standpoint, all in all, I would imagine this place is about as gripped up as it's been all weekend. Yeah, it, it's as good as it's going to get, Mark. Um, you know, that's, that's one thing about short track racing, especially here in Iowa. You know, there's a lot of weather. In, in the wintertime, it gets a lot of snow. In the summer, it gets a lot of heat. This asphalt takes a beating year-round, and uh, it's as good as it's going to get. It's not as grippy as it was when we first came here. That's that's assured. But, like I say, it's the same for everybody. Um, it's a challenge. The great news is we've seen two and sometimes three lanes around this track yesterday. I expect the same today. Uh, but we also see what could happen if you get too far up in that third lane, especially when we get about 50 or 60 laps in because that high side up against that outside retaining wall that's going to dirty up with rubber and all that stuff. Yeah, right. Erickson, we've seen him uh, running in the top five. Gets up just a bit high yesterday. Gets in those marbles, as you just said. Lost a massive amount of ground. And what that do? Lost massive amount of points in that year-end championship. He was 38 to the good at one point in that race. And once he got in those marbles, he could not get going again. Finished towards the back. Now he's only 11 points out of that championship, or ahead in the championship lead, so uh, big consequences. We'll hear from uh, the front row starters in just a few minutes, but boy, Joseph Newgarden has broken the tie with Ryan hunter Ray. He's the all-time wins leader here in four, uh, with four. After what he did yesterday, taking the lead on lap 30 and leading over 200 laps, does he have the rest of the field maybe talking to themselves a little bit? Yeah, without a doubt, he has to be the favorite. He's so good here, as you just said. He has the most more wins than anybody 
everybody else here. He loves this racetrack. But don't count out the, the cars like Pato Award, who was coming on yesterday. His teammate, Will Power, you know, they're teammates. He knows he has a good car and get the job done, too, starting from the pole. So there's other contenders. But, yes, the favorite for sure is going to be Joseph Newgarden going into today's race. Yeah, Marcus Erickson leaves the championship. And Joseph endows just 15 points back. Will Power, 21 back. Pato Award, 33 points back. Uh, uh, check that. Uh, Alex Pelot, 33 back. Pato Award is 59 back. The guy, I think that the rest of those guys, with a possible exception of Newgarden because he's been through this, the one that they're most concerned about since fifth in points, 38 points back, putting together a very Scott Dixon-like season. That's Scott Dixon. Yeah, how about that? And this, by the way, his 300th start here at Iowa today. So what a milestone for Scott Dixon. His 300th consecutive start for him or for Dixon. So absolutely, you know that he's hungry. He has not won here before. You know he's hungry for it. He wants to get it. What, what, what a great celebration it would be at his 300th consecutive race and actually having a win. Well, have fun in the fastest seat in sports. We'll see you up here in the booth in just a little bit. Okay. See you soon. It's time now for the HPD Engineering Update with Michael Young. We're with Wayne Gross, the manager of trackside support for Honda, and our HPD Engineering Update. Looking back just one weekend ago, what a fantastic weekend, not only for Honda, but Scott Dixon setting yet another milestone. Yeah, absolutely. It was good to get back to our winning ways with a good weekend in Toronto. Uh, Honda won two. Obviously, Scott coming through and winning goodness, 18 years in a row now and tying Mario's record. So overall, just a great weekend for Honda and HPD. And just really good credit to everyone back at HPD keeping their heads down and getting back to winning races. Yet another fantastic milestone for Honda, not only to be with Scott Dixon, but the legendary name of Mario Andretti to be associated with that. What does it mean as an organization having as many milestones as you have to be able to support yet another? I think it just shows the credit of, you know, HPD of our, our years and our success. And obviously, Scott just, you know, he's still uh, still getting after and still winning races. I think it's, it's exciting. He's got many more, I think, in, in his pocket. And we'll hope to be there, uh, push him to the, to the finish line. It's been quite a run. Best of luck today. Yes, thank you. That's Wayne Gross. He is the manager of Trackside Support here at Honda. And it's the HPD Engineering Update. Uh, will Power, Joseph Newgarden will lead the field to the green flag. We will hear from them when we come back to Iowa Speedway. Welcome back. Let's hear from the drivers that will roll off at the head of the grid today. First, we welcome in Michael Young, who's with Will Power. Will Power, his 66th career pole here at the Iowa Speedway, getting set to roll off again today after race number one. You got out of the car. I could tell you were extremely exhausted. That was a very uh, physical race. Coming into today, not as hot. Do things change for you? How much did you learn from today coming into to the what you learned from yesterday? Yeah, definitely learned a lot uh, about you know, tire preservation and... Um, uh, yeah, I was exhausted after the race because the car was so loose in the last stink from a vibration and just held on to it, held, worked hard to stay, stay third. Tire day was obviously the key yesterday. Is, is there ever an opportunity to just run an even pace or do you have to push initially? What, what's the approach when you come into a race like this today? It just depends on your position. I mean, yes, if you're leading, you can kind of govern the pace a bit. But if someone starts attacking, you have to go and that's definitely hurts a tire like if you have the ability to save a bit um, you're going to be better at the end as far as going on a stint how far do you think you can actually go and still manage where you are speed wise yeah i think a lot of people be coming in on 60 but if you do 75 you can eliminate a stop so i just can't see people doing that with the dag that there was I mean, yesterday i reckon people will go for the four stopper rather than three all right, you'll lead him down today. Hopefully you'll get your first win here at Iowa. Thank you. That's Will Power. He's your pole sitter here at the Iowa Speedway.
And uh, Nick Yeoman has caught up with Joseph Newgarden, who starts on the front row yesterday's winner. Well, yesterday he led over 200 laps en route to another win here at Iowa Speedway. Today, Joseph Newgarden starts second. How perfect did everything play out yesterday? It was a pretty smooth day. You know, I didn't, we didn't have many complications, and it certainly fell our way. felt like we had the car balance in the window it needed to be. Um, today's a little different. It's cooler today. I think, you know, slightly lower ambient and track temp will, will change, you know, what you need from the car. Yesterday it was really about the rears going off. I, today I'm not 100% positive what, what end you got to protect more, but we'll figure that out in the first stint. But, um, yeah, our Hitachi and, and Team Chevy car feels really good. You just can't rest on anything you know it, just because we had a good day yesterday doesn't guarantee we'll have one today i wondered about that because while for a lot of teams that maybe struggled at the beginning of the race yesterday they had 250 laps to tweak on things i imagine you guys probably didn't tweak on that car as good as it was yeah we did a little bit but not a ton and you know people will get better you know they're going to learn all the time so it's not just a given to stay ahead and you know i felt like we, we definitely had the car to beat yesterday but again that doesn't guarantee it's going to be the case today so we got we got to work on it and make sure we're on our toes final thing are the numbers as staggering to you as they are to the rest of us 1385 laps led in the last iowa eight iowa races place has been good to me you know i i've had a lot of really good cars here when i was with ecr our cars were rocket ships, and it's been no different with Team Penske. So that plays into it. You can't do it alone, especially on an oval. So I've been very fortunate to be with the best. Good luck today. Thanks. Joseph Newgarden rolls off second. Let's rise and remove your hats as the Iowa National Guard presents our nation's colors. Please remain standing as North Point Church Pastor Jeremy Carr offers today's invocation. God, we pause before you on this glorious day to ask for your favor and to thank you for all of your blessings. Thank you for the great state of Iowa, which is more than corn and hogs, but not less. We thank you at this high V salute the Farmers 300 for the farmers that feed us, that work long hours, that depend on you to make it rain and cause their crops to grow. Bless them and the fruit of their labor continue to provide. Today we thank you that Iowa is also indie cars, country music, and people enjoying the goodness of your creation and the ingenuity that human hands have brought about. Keep these drivers and pit crews safe. Watch over the safety team and track workers. Protect us all in this competition. May we enjoy it because you are good and have allowed us to live, breathe, and experience something so incredible. We look to you. We ask for your blessing upon us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Here to honor America with the singing of our national anthem, please welcome winner of American Idol season 16, Maddie Poppy. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight were the ramparts we watched were so
won't say does that star-spangled banner yet or the land of the free and the home of the brave. Less than 15 minutes to the green flag here at Iowa Speedway. Uh, the NTT IndyCar Series moving full speed ahead in the race for equality and change. Time now to check in with Louisa Maser in this week's segment of On Track with Diversity presented by Gallagher, your trusted insurance broker and HR and benefits consultant. IndyCar returns to the fastest, shortest track on the planet this weekend at Iowa Speedway. To give you an insider look at all the action, we chat with General Manager Ann Fishgren. In terms of, obviously, uh, Hy-Vee, you know, really leading the charge for this weekend, you know, how have they been a critical component to make it a really well-rounded experience for all the spectators? This weekend would not be possible without them. They have welcomed the companies that they work with day in and day out, whether it's in the grocery store business or not, working with celebrities that... They've either endorsed over the years or have partnerships with them they're bringing into market. They're utilizing all their resources in the state of Iowa to pull them all to Newton and make this event bigger and better than anything that has ever happened here before. How are all those aspects of going into attracting a diverse crowd of fans for this weekend in Iowa? They have connected all of the dots to all their partners, every company that interacts with them in one way, shape, or another. They've invited, they've sponsored with to come out and enjoy this event and we are so excited to see the diversity that comes through our gates to represent not just the state of Iowa but other markets other regions other other retails all different types of businesses and organizations it's really going to be a great a great experience for everyone on track with diversity is brought to you by gallagher for 95 years in communities across the globe gallagher's insurance risk management and consulting solutions have helped businesses face their future with confidence gallagher to learn more visit ajg.com couple of minutes away from the command. Green flag at the bottom of the hour. We're going to welcome back in Nick Yeoman from Pit Road. Nick on the call. Indy Lights presented by Cooper Tires. And that race had a little something for everyone. Not good stuff for a couple of guys, but uh, a very compelling uh, Indy Lights race nonetheless at Iowa Speedway. Nick. Yeah, a whole heck of a lot to unpack. 75 lap ye- race yesterday morning here at Iowa Speedway. It was the most recent new winner in the Indy Lights series, Hunter McElray, who started on pole. And he dominated about the first two-thirds of the race. We had a late caution flag, and on the restart, McElray spun his tires, and it allowed the points leader, Linus Lundquist, and a hard-charging Matthew Brabham to both get by uh, Hunter McElray, and then it set up a tremendous duel over the last 10 to 15 laps. With five to go, Matthew Brabham took a swing to the outside to try to get around Linus Lundquist. Lundquist used him up and pinched him into the wall. Lundquist went on to what we appeared to be a race win, but ultimately, Mark, a uh, uh, avoidable contact penalty was handed his way. The problem for Brabham is he didn't stay in second. He faded to fourth, so it was Hunter McElroy there to pick up the pieces to win his second Indy Lights.
highlights race of this season. It certainly was an entertaining show, of course, depending on your perspective. High atop this bad, fast Iowa Speedway helping us with the cold today. He'll be plenty busy, may suffer from a case of vertigo by the time all this said and done, watching him go in circles so fastly, about 18 second laps. Jake Query, we're going to have some fun today going to be a lot of fun, Mark, and it's great to be back here in Newton, Iowa, where these fans have come out. I can see theoretically throughout the entire state here of the state of Iowa, and it's great to see so many people down below to watch the action on this seven-eighths of a mile banked oval. Mark, we will throw it back and forth and have a lot of fun. The weather conditions today, much better than yesterday, not near as warm. Slight breeze coming off of turn number four, adding relief to those in the grandstands. But they're going to be having a lot of fun watching all the racing. And once again, it's a privilege and it's a joy to be able to call it with you here today. Well, and we look forward to the call, Jake. And for sure, as you said, you have a bird's eye view. And uh, hats off to the folks at High V and Fish Grun, Merrill Kane, uh, Bud Dinker, everybody with Penske Entertainment for the job that they've done. There is a buzz around this Iowa Speedway for sure, huh, Jake? Absolutely no question about it, Mark, and the fact that on top of that, all of the entertainment and high V, as you had mentioned, their investment here of not only the signage and the resources here, but in addition to that, letting people throughout the entire state of Iowa, as you just heard Ann talk about, know what's going to be taking place, and everybody here that's been thirsting, this is a great racing community, they've got entertainment to go along with it here today, and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch everybody put a bow tie on a spectacular weekend. Again, uh, a return yesterday, that dominant win by Joseph Newgarden going back to, to 2020 since the IndyCar Series had last been here. It's time now to go trackside. High V IndyCar Race Weekend fans, are you ready? Here to give the command for the High V Salute to Farmers 300 presented by Google. Please welcome today's Grand Marshal, actor, producer, and entrepreneur, Mark Wahlberg. Drivers, start your engines! And now it's time to beat the starting Here's today's for the NTT IndyCar Series starting lineup. Row 13. Dalton Kellett, Canada. Devlin DeFrancesco, Canada. Row 12. Hey, Lucas Neves, Brazil. And Graham Rahal, United States of America. Row 11. Callum United Kingdom. Alexander Rossi, United States. Row 10. Kyle Kirkwood, United States. Ed Carpenter, United States of America. Row 9. Scott Dixon, New Zealand. Christian Lundgaard, Denmark. Row 8. Simon Pagenaud, France. Marcus Eriksson, Sweden. Row 7. David Malukas, United States. Jimmy Johnson, United States. Row 6. Colton Herta, United States. Alex Pelot, Spain. Row 5. Romain Grosjean, France. Felix Rosenquist, Sweden. Row 4. Rinus VK, the Netherlands. Patricio Ward, Monterey, Mexico. Row 3. Jack Harvey, United Kingdom. Scott McLaughlin, New Zealand. Row 2. Takuma Sato, Japan. Connor Daly, United States. On the outside of row one. Joseph Newgarden, United States. And starting on the pole. Will Power, Australia. 
Uh, well, it's going to be a busy day for our pit reporters. We've got two of the best in the business set to keep an eye on the action down there. Let's first welcome in Nick Gilman to find out what Nick will be keeping his eye on today. Well, Mark James, the question is, if not Joseph Newgarden, then who at Iowa Speedway? I'll be keeping my eye on a couple different drivers who I think have a chance to knock Newgarden off and prevent him from getting a weekend sweep here at Iowa Speedway. How about his teammate Will Power? Once again, two more pole positions after a morning qualifying session yesterday, but Will is winless here at Iowa Speedway. He starts from P1, had a good race car, ran in the top five all day yesterday, but again, wasn't good enough to knock off Newgarden. And then maybe Pato Award. He came on really strong at the end of the race, strong charge to get to second. He is right there in the hunt for the championship and has quietly become a really good driver on ovals, Mark, whether it be at Texas, Indianapolis, Worldwide Technology Raceway, or right here at Iowa. Lots of contenders. Everyone, Michael Young, though, is gunning for car number two of Joseph Newgarden. An impressive day he had yesterday and how not to pick Joseph Newgarden on day number two. You mentioned it. He's just so very good here at the Iowa Speedway. So many great activities throughout this race weekend. My eye will be kept on unforced errors and potential electronic issues. Colton Hurdy yesterday, they had an electronic issue, had to change engines. That was not due to the electronic issue. They actually maxed out their engine. They're in a the backup. They lost nine positions on the grid today. But Scott McLaughlin, right rear tire changer, had problems. That cost him a chance to win this race yesterday. And then Art Marcus Erickson, David Hamilton mentioned it, got high, got into the marbles, and was never able to get that momentum again. If you want to win, you want to beat Joseph Newgarden, you got to be mistake-free. Going to be a thriller. Race number two here at the Iowa Speedway. Guys, look forward to the call. A 300th career start for Scott Dixon. Only TK has that many. He's trying to chase down TK. We can tell you the battle for the Manufacturers Championship goes like this. Chevy grabbing the top four spots yesterday. 922 to 842 for Honda. That battle is ongoing. And Jake Query, as we get set to go green, looks like a pretty good formation off of turn number two. Yep, the first half of the field has already aligned themselves almost perfectly coming off of turn number two. The rear of the field now. Dalton Kellett, Devlin DeFrancesco fall in and in line as well. So it is Will Power, the pole sitter. Joseph Newgarden just outside of him. Halfway between three and four. Mark, ready for race number two here at the Iowa Speedway. When Stefani got this crowd up on their feet and they are ready for 300 laps of racing here at Iowa Speedway. The Hy-Vee salute the Farmers 300 roars into turn number one. And it is immediately Will Power having Joseph Newgarden to his inside but Power is going to shut that door Big mover, actually, as Pata Award went to high to the inside. He's already in the fourth position. Award now in the middle lane, and he is going to have that door shut, but it is Will Power the leader. Will Power is indeed the leader, and it was Pato Award that had a big run on Takuma Sato, but Sato went high in the exit of turn number four. Will Power stretched it out to a half and second into turn number three. Sato and Award continues good, and now uh, as a good battle, but Pato Award, boy, he is once again slung out of a slingshot, put Pato Award to third. And Jack Harvey, Scott McLaughlin, that's a pretty good battle. That's just a bit back. That's a battle for the seventh position. That's McLaughlin to the high side in two. Yeah, McLaughlin actually is going to settle that quickly. Now he takes his eyes on Connor Daly, who's running in the sixth position. 
things have started to settle out now in the top three. It's Power Newgarden and then Pata O'Ward. Lead about two tenths of a second as Joseph Newgarden comes pedaling back straw. Front three, Power Newgarden Award in the exit of turn two. Everything's starting to settle down just a little bit now, a little bit further back in the pack. It's Christian Lungard who has to his outside Colton Herta. Herta made the best of that move. Power is still the leader off turn number four. Seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth starting to heat up, Jake. That's Jack Harvey, Felix Rosequist, Rita's VK, and Marcus Erickson. Jack Harvey in the high B machine, of course, with a lot of fans here watching to see what he can do. He's got that advantage over Rosenquist by about five car lengths. Then all of a sudden, things getting interesting behind him, Mark. That does get interesting behind him. Erickson got a nice run into turn number three and had to lift just a little bit. Jack Harvey starts to pull away from Rosenquist, so we'll focus for now on Rita's VK and Marcus Erickson, the battle for ninth into turn three. Yeah, so Erickson went just a little bit higher than did VK off of one. Then VK, as they come up off of turn number two, is able to shut the door on Erickson, who got a good run off of turn number three, but VK holds him off through four. Some of the movers early on, Marcus Erickson plus five, Pottle Ward plus four, Kirkwood is plus three, Devlin Francesco has picked up three positions. Front three starting to separate. Sato looks a little racy now in turn number three. That battle further back behind them also starting to be to show its hand again. It's Marcus Erickson. He got around Rinas VK, so that one now has sorted itself out. Meanwhile, Sato about three car lengths back now running in fourth. And uh, we look just in front of that battle that you said shook itself out. That's Jack Harvey now. Felix Rosenquist and Erickson getting interesting in turn number three. Those three right now pretty evenly spaced. Just as I say that, Rosenquist got a run going into four on Jack Harvey. Harvey shut that door up turn number four. Those three pretty well hooked together. That's Harvey, Rosenquist, and Erickson. It's already in turn number two. Again, leader is Will Power, setting himself up for turn number three. But further back now, Felix Rosenquist inside of Jack Harvey into turn number three. Rosenquist is going to take that position away. Uh, Jack Harvey hugs him to the bottom of the racetrack, and he's going to have to lift a little bit upon exit, Jake. So Jack Harvey holds on to that spot. That's the seventh spot for now. Did a nice job coming off of turn number four, did Jack Harvey, to go ahead and get that distance back. But now Rosenquist is going to try it again off of turn number two. Same spot as last time by, side by side. Harvey with Rosenquist inside of him in turn number four. Seems to be only so far down the racetrack Jack Harvey can go. I don't think he's blocking him, don't think he's squeezing him. He's just putting the car where it can. Looks like Harvey's going to grab that spot. Rosenquist is going to lift a little bit. It seems as though Rosenquist likes that bottom line, but then Harvey is able to kind of sort itself out through turn at number four. So Jack Harvey now about a two-car length advantage this time by over Felix Rosenquist. That's the battle for seven. Let's go back up front. Is Joseph Newgarden able to pull up on Will Power? It's about two-tenths of a second. He is, but what he's having to do, Mark, is stay in that middle lane a little bit when Power goes low in through the turns. Power now low between three and four. Newgarden stays in that middle group about five car lengths back. We don't mention uh, in that battle Award and Saddle running third and fourth because, Jake, they're starting to fade a bit. Are starting to fade. As a matter of fact, Pata Award got to wonder how much it used his tires to go aggressive early on, take that middle lane, make up four spots. Right now, evenly spaced. Power, Newgarden, Award, one through three. Sato's fourth, Daly fifth, McLaughlin is sixth, Harvey is seventh, Rosenquist eighth, Erickson ninth, Renis VK is tenth with 13 laps complete to the High Beach Salute to Farmers 300. I think Iowa Speedway is super unique because of the age of the surface. Uh, it's a little bumpy. It gets a little bit bumpier every year, it seems like, but it also creates multi-lane racing. You know, with the more downforce, the better for us there because we can create more and more lanes. Uh, I think the more tire wear, the better for us as well because it creates really interesting strategies. We've seen it in the past where, you know, pitting with 25 or 30 to go works. 
and then the next day it doesn't and i've been on the wrong end of that so it's a really interesting place and such a great place for us to race i think short track racing is awesome for indycar uh, fifth race, uh, fifth place running Connor Daly in contention in the first segment of the race yesterday, but uh, faded because of those tires that just wouldn't wear properly for Connor. Uh, Power, Newgarden Award, Sato Daly, McLaughlin, Rosenquist, Harvey, Erickson, and VK, the top 10. 21 laps completed, Jake Query. While we were away, Rosenquist and Harvey continued that battle, but Felix eventually won it, and now Jack Harvey is in danger of losing the eighth spot to Marcus Erickson. Yeah, Marcus Erickson is really starting to draw a bead on Jack Harvey. Erickson has already made up six spots from the start. Now trying to get that seventh, it would be Jack Harvey in that cherry red high beam machine. Erickson down to the bottom of the racetrack. He is right on the rear wing now of Harvey up a four. Well, he piloted the fastest t- uh, seat in sports, and he made a fast run up to the broadcast booth. Davey Hamilton and Davey, 23 laps complete, and uh, you've been out there. You've been in the condition vastly different than what we saw yesterday. Yeah, it really is. It's definitely different. It's, it's cooler, a little breeze. It's much more comfortable for these drivers. Now, the track hasn't really changed that much other than the track tip is down a little bit, and, and it's going to probably give a little better wear for these tires. Not a lot, but a little bit better. And as I talked to first the show, I just think the balance of these cars are going to be a little, little uh, more equal than yesterday. Remember, it's an impound race for yesterday. Today, they've got to work on their cars, do what they want, and make adjustments. One of them, for sure, Connor Daly, that you just brought up, still handling that fifth spot. Uh, 25 laps complete. Want to give you a full field rundown. Power, Newgarden, Award, Sato, and Daly, the top five. McLaughlin, Rosenquist, Erickson, Harvey, and VK, top ten. Grosjean, Johnson, Herta, Malukas, Pelot through 15th, and Carpenter, Pagino, Dixon, Kirkwood, and Eilat through 20th, 21st, Lungard, 22nd, DeFrancesco, 23rd, Rossi, 24th, Castro Nevis, 25th, Graham Rahal, 26th, Dalton Kellen. Uh, 26 laps in, so an update from Pit Road. Let's start with Dick Gilman. Yeah, and 26 laps in, Verizon Team Penske pretty happy with how things have gone for pole sitter Will Power. He's led them all so far. The team coaching him, letting him know that gap back to Joseph Newgarden, but also letting Will know what lane Joseph is running lap after lap. Will just reported the car is a tick loose, but so far so good. Again, Will Power has led all 28 laps so far here at Iowa Speedway. And for Joseph Newgarden, he just reported on the radio he has a bit of oversteer. Just needed a little bit more of that front wing, and then he would be happy with that. And then Pato Award radioed in, said, I think the car's good so far. Taylor Kyle said, you're within a couple of tenths of the leader. Keep doing what you're doing. Updates from Pit Road brought to you by Speedway, the official fuel and convenience store of IndyCar. And Jake Query, here we are about 30 laps in, and the leader, Will Powers, catching the rear of the field in Dalton Kelly. And a little bit further behind him, the two cars now that all of a sudden have had a couple pass by. Connor Daly just got taken last lap by by Scott McLaughlin. Jack Harvey is really having issues now. Colton Herta goes inside of him, and Herta is about to dispatch of Harvey up of turn number two. Will Power gets a really strong run on Dalton Kellett, able to work his way around him. We'll see if Joseph Newgarden catches him about the midway point of the back straightaway, Jake. Newgarden goes high, same place as Kellett, exiting two, but then dips down to the bottom of the racetrack. They're going to be side-by-side for turn number three, but not for long. Joseph Newgarden now dispatches Kellett up turn number four. Uh, those front two really started to check out on the rest of this field, Davey. Well, kind of no surprise, but a little surprise. I know they're fast from yesterday. We know they have really good race cars, but I thought it'd be a little closer early on just because these other teams had an opportunity to work on these race cars as we talked before, but 
they still have opportunities. There's going to be plenty of pit stops, three, four, maybe five pit stops going to win this race today. I think it's the same situation. When that yellow comes out, you're going to see everybody come to that pit as quick as they can. Uh, next in line is Graham Rahal for the leader. Will Power off of turn number two, Jake. As they work their way off of turn number two, Graham Rahal setting up for turn number three now has Will Power, who has to kind of decide what he wants to do. Power goes ahead and keeps it to the low line. Ray Hall's able to cut him off off of four. Then you got about four car lengths back to New Garden. And Elio Castro Nevis runs just in front of him. Uh, Alexander Rossi just in front of Elio Castro Nevis. Will Power catching Graham Ray Hall into turn number three? I think this time by, yep, indeed. Will Power is going to make that move, and he's going to try to use that arrow to get up on Elio Castro Nevis. Not able to make that move just yet, but feels like a matter of time for the leader, Will Power. Davy, a struggle for Elio Castro Nevis in qualifying in the race yesterday and in the race today. Yeah, talked to him down on the podium this morning. Felt like he car, you know, they knew, they're struggling this weekend. He knows he's not in contention to win, but thought his car would be a little better, but still just doesn't have what it takes. Either does his uh, teammate. Obviously, he's ahead of his teammate right now. Uh, I'm sorry, right behind the Pagano is only a 19th, Castro Nevis in 24th. Uh, well, uh, th 35 laps complete now. Are these guys starting to hit that button on the radio saying, uh, the grip's really done, the tires <laughs> yeah, are wearing out? It's, I mean, we can look at the times, uh, right, the lap times right now. They've, they've slowed down considerably right now. Their speed, the leader, Will Power, last time by 154 miles an hour. New Garden 153. So we see the speeds down at 20-plus miles an hour from qualifying. About to award Nick Yeoman with a firm grasp on third place for now. Well, and that very conversation you and David were just having is exactly what Pato Award is having with his strategist, Taylor Kyle. They know the pace is naturally going to fall off 35 laps into a run, so they're trying to figure out what they want to do. Pato would like to ask for a little bit more front wing, but Davey, he said he's starting to lose it on both ends, and that's why he's very hesitant to make any changes early in this race. Yeah, that's right. When both ends, I mean, these track, even though you think uh, oval, each corner would be the same as far as handling but that's not the case especially here what happens it seems like a little bit of understeer down in three and four meaning the car won't turn the front end wants to slide but you get down and turns one and two and the back end wants to come around so you got to compromise is that little bit of nose wing going to hurt him at the other end that's what he's talking about uh will power just made quick work of kyle kirkwood that's christian lungard that is next in line for him meanwhile joseph newgarden's a bit bottled up on the turn number four jake yeah, he had just a slight problem getting past Devlin DeFrancesco, but he was able to finally go ahead and dispatch of him. So now he's got Kirkwood between himself and his teammate, who happens to be the leader, Will Power. So from 21st on back now, Davey, already a lap down, and we're just 39 laps yeah, in. Yeah, I'm looking at a good fight right now, and it isn't going to surprise you. How about an oval ace, Ed Carpenter, 15th? trying to pass him is Scott Dixon 300 starts Scott Dixon back in that 16th spot good battle there but Dixon just can't get by him uh, 40 laps complete we'll give you the full field rundown power Newgarden Award Sato and McLaughlin the top five Rosequist, Erickson VK Grosjean Jimmy Johnson the top 10 Malukas 11th Hurt a 12th, 13th Daly, 14th below, 15th Carpenter, although we now put Ed in 14th, Dixon in 15th. Eilat is 16th. Now we go a lap down. 17th Harvey, 18th, uh, check that, 17th Lungard, 18th Harvey, 19th Kirkwood. Again, all these drivers a lap down. DeFrancesco, then Rossi, 21st, Castro Nevis, 22nd. 
23rd. Ray Hall, Kellett, 24th. Simon Pagno running 25th. He's coming to pit road, Nick Hillman. Yeah, a couple early takers. Connor Daly, the first one on pit lane. Simon Pagno as well. This is a very, very slow pit stop. In fact, they've got a couple members of the crew who are now leaning into the cockpit, and it looks like working on the steering wheel. So this is a disastrous situation for Simon Pagano. Going to fall multiple laps down, Mark. We'll see if we can update you on what the problem is on car 16. All in all, Davey, a forgettable weekend for that race. Team. Yeah, you know, they really have struggled. And really, to be honest with you, the, the Andretti team has struggled a bit. And they're a part of that Andretti team as far as an alliance. Uh, 44 laps complete. The high B salute to Farmers 300. Today's race is brought to you by Firestone, the official tire of the NTT IndyCar Series for driving IndyCar legends. American Medical Response, official partner of the NTT IndyCar Series and the AMR IndyCar Safety Team. And by NTT, the official technology and title partner of the NTT IndyCar Series. We have 49 laps complete, and Jake Query, things got interesting for a moment between the leaders thanks to lap traffic. Yeah, it was Ed Carpenter first off that kind of checked up Will Power. That allowed Newgarden to get right there on the wing of that action. Once Power was able to get past Carpenter, then he set sail a little bit over Newgarden. Alex Pelot was the next they went past. Now the next one, as Newgarden sees Power get away a little bit, is going to be Callum Eilat that Will Power is going to try to work his way around. Updates from Pit Road. First on Simon Pagino. Let's start with Nick Yeoman. Yeah, the team uh, telling me that it is a radio problem. Simon cannot communicate with the team. He came down to Pit Lane. They took the front wing off. They thought they got it fixed. He went back out of the racetrack, and I could hear Simon pleading. I can't, he can't hear the team once again, so he is back on Pit Lane. He's fallen multiple laps down. Day done, pretty much, Mark, for uh, Simon Pagino. Further down Pit Lane, Michael Young. Yeah, Scott McLaughlin complaining of some understeer. They told him to use their, his tools. Kyle Murray got on that radio, said just work, do as best as you can so we can get through this first stint for Joseph Newgarden. Still complaining of a light understeer. Other than that, he said the car is really good. As we talked to Will Power at the top of the show, looking at lap 60 potentially for them to come in and take care of tires. You can't do it in three if you can make it to 75, but that's a tall tale. Uh, we did see Elio Castroneves come on and off pit road updates from uh, Michael Young, Nick Yeoman, brought to you by Speedway, the official fueled and convenience store of IndyCar. 54 laps complete, Davey, and the top 12 now are on the lead lap, the top 12. We finished with only five on the lead lap. Yeah, pretty amazing that Colton Herta in that 13th position just went a lap down. Guess who's the next one to go to lap down? It'd be Scott Dixon yeah. in 12th position. Now, right now, Scott has a fairly sizable lead. When I say sizable, it's probably, you know, 20 car lengths, 30 car lengths, and, and he's not going to be easy to get by, but he's the next one to go to lap down. Pretty but amazing. look at Elio Castro Nevis with those fresh tires that came off of pit road. Yeah, how about that? He is coming now, and that's what makes the difference is those fresh tires. Now, Castro Nevis has a lot of room. He's a lot of laps down. So if it stays green, it's an advantage for him. But if it goes yellow, he's, he's laps down. It's going to cost him. Three laps. Laps down, in fact, is Elio Castro Neves. He's about to make it two laps down, Jake, as he pulls up on Will Power into turn three. Yep, and he's going to go ahead and dispatch of Will Power. So fresh rubber, that's the advantage for Elio Castro Neves. Next, that he'll try to work back around is Scott Dixon, 
but Power now has about a 10-car length advantage over Joseph Newgard. Uh, the window starts to open up again for some of these drivers. We'll start with Alex Pillow, Nick Yeoman. Yeah, the Ridgeline car of Alex Pillow, all green and black this weekend. He pits for routine service. Had a great run yesterday, Mark. Quiet for the first two-thirds of the race. Ended up in the top five, top ten at the end of the race. Good, clean stop for Alex Pillow. Michael Young had a good look at the top of Alexander Rossi. And for Alexander Rossi, about a full turn in that front wing. He was complaining about being loose. It turns three and four. Good and one and two. Nice stop for the Napa Auto Parts guys. So we've uh, completed 58 laps now. Power, Newgarten, Award, Sato and McLaughlin, the top five. Rosenquist, Erickson, VK, Grosjean, and Malukas, the top ten. Jimmy Johnson is 11th. Scott Dixon is in 12th position. Devlin DeFrancesco, the next to come to pit road. We see some others at the other end. Uh, Dalton Kellett among those coming from pit road. And Colton Herta, uh, the driver, Michael Young, a nine-position grid penalty because of the engine change with the issues that he had yesterday. Colton Herta is bringing that gamebridge machine, Michael, to pit road. After Colton talked to him at the top of the show and said, what do you think your odds of working your way through the field are today? And he said, it's going to be tough. The car is good. We made a ton of changes. Obviously, that new engine that they put in, we'll see how he fares. But a good stop for the guys down here in the Gamebridge pit. And it looks like uh, the, the car of Elio Castro Nevis, Davey, in, in proper pit entry for Elio. And what that means is speeding more than likely, and that's really going to cost him. That'll ruin your day completely, especially at a short track like this. And Scott Dixon comes in right now. He was just getting ready to go a lap down, and I decided to pit. Uh, Michael's got a good look at the Wolfpack as they get set to go to work on the PNC bank machine of Scott Dixon. Yeah, if you're going to go down a lap, you might as well get some new tires on and try to work your way back as the Wolfpack goes to work on that PNC bank machine, a full turn and a half in that front wing, Dixon's down and away. And we see Elio Castroneves coming on and off pit road, Davey, to serve that penalty. We also see Ed Carpenter. It's been a long weekend for Ed. Yeah, been a long weekend, although running better today than it did yesterday, but still been a long weekend. And a driver that was one of the front runners all day yesterday, we expect the same today. Pato Award, Nick Yeoman. Started third, has been running third. They finished second yesterday. We'll see if they make an adjustment on the front wing. That's uh, a clean stop. He'll peel out his Pato Award. A good stop, Michael Young. And Scott McLaughlin will make his first stop of the afternoon. Looks like the crew is ready to go. Matt Johnson, of course, they had that problem with that right rear yesterday. They're going to keep him out another circuit. No, he's getting set to go in. Marcus Erickson comes in for his first pit stop. So, too, this Felix Rosenquist and Roman Grosjean. Matt Johnson makes the signal to his driver, Scott McLaughlin, and they will go to work on that number three machine. Freightliner, the sponsor on that car this week, black and blue. No changes thus far. Half turn to that front wing. And a routine stop for Rita's VK. Another stop and go for Elio because all he did was drive through the last time. Here come your leaders. Will Power, Joseph Newgarden, first to Nick Yeoman. Power will slide that Verizon Team Penske Chevrolet into the pit box. They will lift that car off the ground. Four tires stop for our race leader. He's led every lap so far. Feeling out. Good stop for Will Power, Michael Young. No two for Joseph Newgarden, but Will Power will beat him out. It's a drag race to the exit of pit lane. And it looks like Will Power is going to win that drag race, Davey Hamilton. Yeah, sure does. He's going to, they're going to be side by side going out of the pits. Ooh, it's going to be close, both of them. That's a tight little entry right there. Power gets it as they get up to speed down the back straightaway. What's important, Jake Query, is they came out to relatively clean racetrack, both of them. They did, in fact. As a matter of fact, by the time they've got some heat in those tires, it's Ramon Grosjean, Rena's VK that's going to be in front of them. But Will Power leads Joseph Newgarden by three carlings in turn number one. So now, Davey, we look and we see a couple of drivers, if you have to come to pit road, Sato, Malukas, and Kirkwood. Yeah, they still have not pitted at all yet. As a matter of fact, there's a few more farther down. 
around. Five cars still yet to pit. But as it cycles through, you're right. It's going to be Power and Newgarden. Pato Award. What a great stop for him. Puts himself, he's in that third spot solidly. And then after that, Jimmy Johnson, another good run for him today. Uh, so uh, the majority of contenders have stopped with 67 laps complete here at the High V Salute to Farmers 300. Jack Harvey hasn't pitted yet, 73 laps complete. He's currently running in the ninth position, but after we cycle through, Davey, we see back to the front. Go Will Power, Joseph Newgarden, Pottle Award. Now, Jimmy Johnson, Marcus Erickson in the top Yeah, five. that's right, and, and Harvey's pitting right now, so it's going to really give us a good indication of that top ten. As you just mentioned, Power, Newgarden, Award, Johnson. How impressive is that? Erickson, good run yesterday trying to get that points battle you know, going again. He's actually second points as it stands right now. Sato and Maluka, so some of those that hadn't stopped when we went to break. Nick Yeoman says they did while we were away. Yeah, those two Hondas were able to go a little bit longer than our Chevrolet counterparts up front. Uh, one turn, a full, a full turn of front wing out of Takuma Sato's car. As for David Malukas, no changes. Good stops for the Dale Coyne racing teammates down here on pit lane. 75 laps complete, and uh, Dave, you talk about Chevrolet. I mean, the top four yesterday, the top three right now. Yeah, top three right now, and then uh, two Hondas, and then another Chevrolet, and six with McLaughlin. McLaughlin needs a better day to try to get himself back in this hunt for the end of the year championship, but right now, the way the points stand, it's uh, 1,018 for Chevrolet, 904 for Honda, so over a 100-point lead. It's getting stretched out there, too. I know Honda's going to keep fighting. Now, Jake, we said at the 25-lap mark, that's when Will Power started to catch the rear of the field, and uh, since we've gone caution-free, okay, yeah, I'm the one that said it, so if one comes out, you can blame me, but uh, be that as it may, Jake, uh, because of the fact the way the pit stops are cycled through, the rest of the day, these drivers, these leaders are going to have to encounter traffic, and Will Power sees Roman Grosjean into turn number one. He has caught up to Grosjean, and then in front of Grosjean, it's that battle between VK and Colton Herta. This has allowed for Joseph Newgarden off turn two to get a little bit closer. As a matter of fact, it's much closer into turn number three. Joseph Newgarden trying to move in on the leader, Will Power. And we might want to make mention, Roman Grosjean is running in the 11th position and in danger of going a lap down. Joseph Newgarden half a groove higher into turn number two. That's exactly right, but then Power washed up coming off of turn number two into that high groove. Now he wants to try to go down low, but Grosjean is right there. That again allows Joseph Newgarden to reel him in. Uh, Grosjean running right in front of Will Power now. We'll see where Will decides to go, what lane he decides to pick with Joseph Newgarden in tow. Off of turn number two, the lane that Power goes is the middle groove. Grosjean is high. That allows Will Power now to dispatch of Roman Grosjean for the time being. But they go side by side through four. Joseph Newgarden is a very, very keen spectator at all of it. And Grosjean is not going a lap down easily. Will Power has to lift a little bit. That provides an opportunity for Joseph Newgarden off of turn number two. So Grosjean watches Renus VK and Colton Herta going side by side in front of him. He has Will Power again behind him. And it may not be long before Joseph Newgarden and Power are side by side. The distance between those two is two and a half carling. And uh, those three are pretty much stuck together. Grosjean starts to step out a little bit. Here comes Newgarden strong to the bottom of the racetrack. Joseph Newgarden went to the bottom of the racetrack. Power washed up off of turn number two. They're side by side with the buffer of Roman Grosjean right there in front of them as they work through four. Stay side by side at the start finish line. 
power inches out by a nose, but again, both have to deal with Roman Grosjean into tournament two. I don't know how they did not touch through turn number one, but Joseph Newgarden has taken the lead for Will Power, who let his teammate get past off turn number two. Now Joseph Newgarden is the one that has to dispatch of Roman Grosjean, and as Will Power found out, that's not easy to do. Newgarden trying to do it to the bottom side in turn one. Comes down to the bottom of the racetrack between turns one and two, and guess what? Newgarden is able to more quickly do what Will Power could not work his way underneath Roman Grosjean. So, Davey, why has Will faded a bit? Well, I think his tire his balance just isn't quite as good in dirty air as, as his teammates. And another thing you got to remember, they already pat they lapped Roman and Herta. Herta and Roman pitted early. They got out ahead of uh, unlapped themselves under green flight conditions. So, as a as a strategist, you need to look what those drivers did because they came out ahead of those two uh, two leaders. Uh, to pit road, Michael Young. Yeah, and as soon as Joseph Newgarden got around Roman Grosjean, Tim Sindrick, his race strategist, got on the radio and said, "Now keep those tires underneath you." And Joseph Newgarden replied, "Copy." So clearly, they are concerned about the tire deg early in this run. Tenth place running, Colton Herta is next on the agenda for Joseph Newgarden. Jake Query. And I'll tell you what, Colton Herta already has had himself plenty a busy day. Right now, he's got down to the bottom of the racetrack, Newgarden. But Colton Herta's able to hold him up and get in front of him off turn number four. Yeah, Colton's not going away quietly. Uh, again, currently running in 10th. Newgarden really stuck to the bottom of the racetrack off of turn two. Starts to wash up high, but Colton Herta's right there off of turn number two. So Newgarden keeps it to that middle grove, then dips down to the bottom between three and four. Now Newgarden, at least for right now, is able to hold off Colton Herta. Herta was battling with ninth place running Rita's VK. Rita's VK has checked out a little bit. Newgarden's able to work his way around Herta. Can Will Power do the same in the turn number three, Jake? That's going to be the interesting thing. They're evenly spaced right now. Newgarden with about a three-car length advantage over Herta. Then behind Herta by about two and a half for three car lengths is Will Power. That's how they run into turn number one. We'll see if Will Power can catch him into turn number one. Can't do it just yet, although he is really stuck to the bottom of the racetrack. Looks really strong in the exit of turn number two. Yeah, good eye, Mark, because it seems as though Power was trying multiple lines the last few times by. This time, it's the bottom line entering turn number four that he's going to stick with. Herta washes high. Herta again goes to the middle group just in front of Will Power. Power goes back to the bottom of the racetrack through one and two. This time he looks much stronger upon exit, Jake. And Will Power is finally able to dispatch of Colton Herta. So Herta is running 10th, but now he is a lap down as Will Power and Joseph Newgarden running 1-2 have gotten past him. And that's allowed Newgarden to stretch it out to 7-10, Davey. Yeah, that's right. And that's exactly right. Almost a one-second lead. Shows his strength over his teammate. Obviously, the two strongest cars yesterday. Looks like the two strongest cars today. It's not over between these two because there's going to be a few more pit stops, some adjustments to make. And just by the way, Newgarden, he may get hung up in traffic just like uh, Power did. Uh, 91 laps complete. Let's give you a full field rundown. Joseph Newgarden, Will Power, Pottle Award, Jimmy Johnson, Marcus Erickson through fifth, Scott McLaughlin, Dixon, Rosenquist, VK and Herta through tenth. Grosjean is 11th. Ilot is 12th. Malukas 13th. Sato is 14th. Lungard is 15th. Pelot is 16th. 17th Daly, 18th Rossi, 19th Kirkwood. 20th, Ed Carpenter, 21st, Devlin DeFrancesco, 22nd, Dalton Kelly, 23rd, Graham Rahal, 24th is Jack Harvey, Castro Nevis is 25th, Simon Pagino is listed as 26th. We should tell you from 9th place, Renas VK, all the way to 22nd place, Dalton Kelly, all those drivers will lap down. Rahal, Harvey, 23rd, 24th, two laps down. 
Elio is three laps down, and again, Pagino 15 laps down. Scott Dixon, plus 11 today. Same for Calamila. Marcus Erickson is plus 10. Jimmy Johnson, plus 9. Pottle Award is plus 4. Will Power has led 80 laps. Joseph Newgarden has led 11 laps. Takuma Sato, two laps. David Malukas has led a lap, and again, that was during the pit cycle. We pause 10 seconds for stage identification. This is the IndyCar Radio Network. Mark James, Davey Hamilton, high atop the start-finish line. Jake Query calling the action for us today. Nick Gilman, Michael Young on pit road. It's the high beach salute to Farmers 300 here on IndyCar Radio. And it has been a blistering pace, Davey, as we close in on lap 100. It sure has. It's been all green so far. Could go that way the whole race again. And we can have loads of yellow. You don't know about it around this place. But right now, the powerhouses is the Penske team of New Garden and Power. Right now, Pato Award, four seconds back. Fourth place, Jimmy Johnson, 16 seconds back. Him and Erickson have a great battle going on. Then McLaughlin, Dixon, as you said, Rosenquist is the last car, P8, that's on lap down. You know, Jimmy Johnson was in contention, top five or six most of the day yesterday. He faded late, and I think in, in the post-race, he basically said, you know what, I learned a lot about how to manage my tires late in the stand, and so it wouldn't at all surprise me to see him stay within the top ten most of the day, yeah, that's given right. what he learned yesterday. As, he, as you said, that just drops to that fifth position. Erickson just got by him, but I agree 100%. He learned so much. Obviously, he's an oval racer. That's where he has, you know, majority, 99% of his wins is on ovals, so he's a master at it. He just needs to learn this car and the limits of this car on these ovals, and right now, what a, what a great job he's doing. Update from Pit Road, Michael Young. Yeah, Scott McLaughlin, very frustrated. Kyle Moyer, Moyer telling him to use his tools. He's trying to get around the lap car of Dalton Kellett. His big fear is going a lap down, although Scott McLaughlin running in that sixth position. Joseph Newgarden is coming. Just he and Scott Dixon separate them from McLaughlin. Yeah, seven-place running Scott Dixon, Davey, is running in front of Joseph Newgarden now with Joseph Newgarden setting up for turn number three. Yeah, how about that? I mean, what a, what, just struggling. Back to struggling again, and we see some of these back markers right now just hanging on right now. Oh, boy, close with Colt Herta and BK going in the front straightaway. I mean, they were inches apart, still inches apart, going down into turn one as Colt Herta's on the outside, VK on the inside, not much room. Herta is fighting his way down that back straightaway. Jake picked that up in turn number three. I'll tell you what. Green is BK into three, decided to go down to the low line. We'll see if he lets Colton Herta pass him, and he does. So Colton Herta works his way in front of Rita's BK, but they were literally magnetized to one another between the exit of one and the entry of three. Uh, Joseph Newgarden now enters turn number three and really draws a beat on Scott Dixon as Newgarden runs about a half a groove higher. And he's got Felix Rosenquist as a buffer between himself and Will Power, who runs second because he, dis he dispatched a Felix Rosenquist. Now goes to the bottom of the racetrack. There's Joseph Newgarden. He is side-by-side -side off the two with Scott Dixon. Uh, Scott Dixon not wanting to go away quietly, and you understand because he's a championship contender. But, Jake, it doesn't appear as though he's got anything for Joseph Newgarden right now. You literally can see when Newgarden goes inside of somebody, the aerodynamic assistance of that toe and the way he utilizes it to just spring away. He just did it to Scott Dixon. Next in the crosshairs is Scott McLaughlin. Yeah, and Dalton Kellett's right there with Scott McLaughlin, Jake, as they set up for turn number three. McLaughlin goes to the bottom line. That puts Dalton Kellett in the middle. Newgarden is trying to decide which one to tow around. For right now, it's going to be Kellett because he goes to the outside trying to get
getting a beat on both of them. And again, those drivers side by side. Dalton Kellett currently showed in the 26th position. But Glocklin is significant because he is currently running sixth and does not want to go a lap down, obviously. Newgarden to the bottom of uh, Dalton Kellett now through three and four. Once again, Newgarden exiting four uses that push off of Dalton Kellett. Now, that, that now puts him with clear sights on his teammate, Scott McLaughlin. And boy, he looks strong. But as I say that, Jake, look between one and two that that car, Joseph Newgarden, washed up a little bit. So Joseph Newgarden, high line now into turn number three. Meanwhile, Will Power just got around Scott Dixon. Now has Dalton Kellett between himself and Joseph Newgarden, while Newgarden into turn one tries to get past Scott McLaughlin. Joseph Newgarden, Will Power, Pato Award, Marcus Erickson, Jimmy Johnson, the top five. McLaughlin, Dixon, Rosenquist, Herta, and VK, the top ten. The top six positions on the lead lap on the High V Salute to Farmers 300. Uh, 112 laps complete. Newgarden, Power, Award, Erickson, and Johnson, the top five. McLaughlin was lapped while we were away. So the top five drivers, Davey Hamilton, the only ones on the lead lap. Unbelievable. And right now as we're watching a battle between VK and Herta, we continue to talk about those. VK passing by Herta again, getting back in front, goes down in turn three, completely sideways on that bottom line, slides up, almost gets Herta, and Herta gets the spot back. Well, lap 113, Davey, we now start to look across the way. Christian Lungard overshot his pit box, and the crew's got to push him back. Uh, we see Alexander Rossi among the takers, Davey, so those guys really anxious to get to pit road and get those Firestone fire off. Yeah, Rossi not having the luck this weekend at all, finds himself in that 27th position right now as he comes in for service on his car. Luke guard back there. He's down. Looks like he's getting ready to get shoved off. Well, uh, a clean green race track, race track right now, if you will, for Joseph Newgarden. Davey, he's worked his way through traffic, and he's got some running room. Next up for him would be fifth place running Jimmy How Johnson. How about that? Jimmy Johnson. Not, I mean, when, he, when you say behind him, how about that? About 10 car lengths back. He is running the American Legion theme today, Nick Yeoman. Yeah, that's right. They uh, switched the paint scheme overnight from Carvana to American Legion. And normally, you're right, Mark, a top five would be great for anybody in the IndyCar series, including Jimmy Johnson. He radioed in and told the crew, though, he has overcooked the front tires. And the bigger problem that you guys just outlined is that in those rearview mirrors, Joseph Newgarden's garden's getting bigger and bigger. In fact, Mark, I just saw him buzz by the front straightaway. Looks like Newgarden was looking to the inside to put Jimmy Johnson a lap down. Yeah, and then what, what's impressive about Joseph Newgarden's car early on, Davey, is the fact that the high order low even late in the run. I mean, that car's pretty well stuck. To the yeah, race it is stuck down. I mean, even though the pace is way off, his last lap, 154, uh, power 151, still has good pace. Power got hung on the traffic, but man, if you, Jimmy Johnson in fifth place, a lap down, on lap 118, pretty amazing. I mean, I, I know there's a world of difference between qualifying in terms of the scenario and the setup of the car and everything else, but to think that we were qualifying 18-second laps, and now these guys are running 20 and 21-second laps, that, that's an eternity. It right? is an eternity, and I think... You know, I look back. Oh, we got one of the wall. Looks like uh, Kirkwood in the wall down at turn one. Side swiped it. Yep. Kyle Kirkwood comes to a stop, and he avoids traffic. Jake Query glides it to the bottom of the racetrack. Yeah, Kyle Kirkwood had come off of turn number four with Renus VK, who's on fresh rubber, going to his outside. Joseph Newgarden was there as well, and both of them had to decide what to do. They went either side of Kyle Kirkwood, and it appears as though for that rookie, that air just all of a sudden disrupted the balance of that 14 car, and Kyle Kirkwood has come to a stop to bring out our first caution. A bit of struggle for that race team as well, really, Dave. Yeah, it really was, and we've seen that right in front of the leaders. It was actually three wide going down to that corner. Kirk Kirkwood on the outside, New Garden, and VK. Now, the interesting thing right now, VK is pitted. 
He just made a pit stop. He has fresh tires. Leaders have not pitted yet. So BK finds himself in that 21st position, uh, two laps down. But uh, these leaders, they're going to get filed around. It's going to be interesting to see where he files in right now after the stop. Let's get an update from Michael Young. Yeah, Tim Sidrick's talking about where Renus VK needs to be. He said he should be behind us, not in front of us. And as Davey said, if VK is in front of Joseph Newgarden, that will give him the advantage once we get through this pit cycle. Uh, so we see Joseph uh, Newgarden on the backstretch, Davey. We see the car of Renus VK slip in front of him. Yeah, that's right. Well, if that's the case, he would not be the leader. The pace car picks up the leader, so I don't know what Renus is doing. The, the, the pace car's out. It should be Joseph Newgarden leading the race. Two laps down will be VK. Now, like I say, he's already pitted. He will not have to pit during this sequence. He will get a wave round. He's going to make a lap, but when you pit under green here and the other competitors don't, you're in big trouble. Uh, it looked like that uh, we just got a, a brief peek at the replay, and it looked like an instance where at the exit of turn number one, looked like he just got a little too high, Davey, talking about Kyle Kirk. Yeah, it sure was. Like I said, he was underneath the leader, and, and, and VK, who just came out of the pitch, was fast. Just kind of got stuck on that outside, just entered a little bit high, lost some grip up at those marbles. We know they're there. We see the sweeper trucks out cleaning that part of the racetrack right now. And just once those marbles get on your tires, you're just like hitting ice. And he, yeah. he didn't hit hard, fortunately, but he got in the wall. Uh, been fascinating to me. Uh, it, you know, Joseph Newgarden uh, stayed right behind Will Power. And, uh, and uh, boy, when he had the opportunity, he took it. And there's no question, lap traffic played a part in the comfort level of both Will Power and Joseph. Yeah, Newgarden. that's right. Now it's about to pit crews. You know, this, this pit lane is going to get very, very busy. They're not pitted together, actually. Newgarden has a better pit stop because he has a free out. When I say that, there's a gap in the wall between him and Rossi. Rossi just pitted too, so nobody's going to be there. But then you look at Will Powers. He's got one of the arrow cars right in front of him, thinking that is actually Rosenquist uh, right in front of him. So, uh, I'm sorry, that's Pato Award right from him. So he may have difficulty getting out of his pit. And again, if folks might wonder what the delay is, they've got to get that running order right, Davey, before they send him to pit road. Well, that and, and Kirkwood is actually on pit lane exit. So where the cars would come out onto the racetrack, that's right where Kyle Kirkwood is. So they need to clear that car so it's safe for the safety workers, get them out of the way before they open pit, pit road. And it, uh, it looks like at the very least they have that car up on the hook. And so they should be getting Kyle Kirkwood's car uh, removed from the racetrack very, very soon. So the pits are now open. Sweepers continue to run to the high side down the front straightaway. Pace car with the field in tow. And here comes Joseph Newgarden. And a bunch of cars behind him decide not to go. We see Joseph Newgarden. We see Will Power. And we see Pato Ward, and we also see Marcus Erickson coming to pit road. So the, the, the top four coming to pit road. Let's start with Michael Young. Joseph Newgarden on the radio with Tim Cedric said we did 55 green flag laps that time through. Don't expect to see much more than that as Marcus Erickson just now comes in. Joseph Newgarden will beat everybody out that will power. Pato Award, Marcus Erickson, as we said, just going to work. That crew taking their time. Obviously, they don't need to rush. And Marcus Erickson's down and away. Nick Yelman. Yeah, it was a little bit longer stop for Will Power, but they were trying to pack that car full of fuel. No changes for the Verizon Chevrolet. As for Pato Award, who's been running third for much of today, they made a wing adjustment. Full turn of front wing into car number five for the Mexican driver, Pato Award. Updates from Pit Road brought to you by Speedway, the official fuel and convenience store of IndyCar. We see the 45 
high B machine of Jack Harvey coming to pit road, and a few other drivers have laid out as well, Davey Hamilton, including Jimmy Johnson, who's running at the top yeah, five. Yeah, not sure why Harvey came in right there. Not a good move by them, because what happens is the leaders came in, and nobody else, because, Mark, they get a lot back. They're going to get a wave round. What happens is the pace car will let everybody go by, gets their lap back to pick up Joseph Newgarden. But what happens now is Harvey, he didn't make his lap up, and he's going to be in front of guys he's racing with, but still not on that lead lap. Time now for a minute with Mario, presented by Ruoff Morgans. This week, Mario talks about the stiff competition he faced during his career in motorsports. Some legends, in fact. You know, any decade you have uh, someone that sets the stage, you know, or the, you know, sets the mark. And uh, when I broke into the uh, top level in IndyCar Series with AJ, and then, but then the competition just, uh, you know, goes on and on. You know, the answers and and then the, you know, the the, the rest of uh, the, the champions of the times. But uh, almost every decade has got somebody to set the standard and. Uh, and I've been fortunate enough that, uh, you know, I've had a long career, so uh, I've been able to, I had to deal with uh, a lot of these dudes that were really, really good. You know, the Rutherfords of this world, and uh, John Cox, and Stevens, and uh, on and on. A minute with Mario presented by Ruoff Mortgage for a fast mortgage process. Apply online at Ruoff.com. Email your questions for Mario to radio at IndyCar.com and maybe... Just maybe we will use it on a future broadcast. The sweepers have been dispatched back to the infield. The wave around has happened, Davey. Joseph Newgarden tucks in behind the pace car, and we see uh, some, uh, as the pits open up, we see the rest of the field laid out. Yeah, that's right. So what's going to happen now is the, the cars that got wave around got a lot back. Now they are going to come in and make a pit stop. So you can remember there was only four cars on the lead lap. When they do this... That puts 20, or I'm sorry, 16 cars back on that lead lap. So a huge advantage to wait and come in and get the wave around. Uh, you know, that's sometimes for you, sometimes it gets you, but it makes it good for the fans and doesn't make it good for those. Uh, the yellow is not good for New Garden, Power, or Award, or Erickson, who had a lap on the field. Michael Young. Order of the day, tear-offs this time through. Joseph Newgarden got himself a new one. Colton Herter asking for a new one as well. Let's see how this pit stop goes for Colton yesterday. Obviously, they lost that clutch. Good stop for Scott McLaughlin. He's first out. Then Elio Castroneves. Joseph Newgarden, check that. That's Jimmy Johnson. Newgarden's leading this race. Good stops for Colton Herter. Everybody making their way down pit lane as they race their way back into turn number two. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson, Devlin Francesco, David Malukas. We also saw the car of Roman Grosjean, Davey. That's right. Grosjean came in as well. As you said, Sato, Eilat, Pelot, a lot of drivers. Actually, Connor Daly, boy, struggling again. Uh, started towards the front, finds himself in that 14th position. Not what they wanted. Ed Carpenter, his teammate, 15th position. A little better for Ed yesterday, but still not exactly what they're looking for. All the work you've done on this hot day, and, uh, and you still have 170 laps to go. Yeah, right. How about that? I mean, <laughs> when you add 50 to the second day, that gets your attention. But uh, great for the fans. And by the way, Let's speak of these fans, Mark. Just how many people are wow. here. The high V suites are awesome. absolutely jam-packed. Uh, Gwen Stefani, what a great concert she put on before the show. And, and uh, Blake Shelton after it. So thanks, High V, for putting on such a great event here in Iowa. Now, one to go with the line. New Garden Power Award, Erickson McLaughlin, the top five. Then Johnson, Dixon, Rosenquist, Herta, and Crozier, the top ten. Sato, Eilat, Pelot, Connor Daly, 14th. 15th, Ed Carpenter. David Maluka, 16th. 
Devlin DeFrancesco is 17th. He's a lap down. Also a lap down. Ray Hall in 18th, 19th. Kellett. Two laps down. VK in 20th. Rossi, 21st. Three laps down. Jack Harvey in 22nd. Same for Elio, who's 23rd. Kyle Kirkwood out of the race at 24th. 25th is Simon Pagino. He is 15 laps down. And Christian Lungard is 18 laps down. Currently listed as 26th. Yeah, here, as they're coming for the green right now, good start for Newgard. Power right behind him. Erickson going to go underneath Pato Award, but we do see Lungard behind pit wall, by the way. A side-by-side battle for third into turn number two. I had to wonder if Pato Award wasn't going to get pinched a little bit. He had Marcus Erickson to his bottom side. That caused him to have to check up just a little bit. Nadal try to get to the outside of Will Power for second. But the leader, Joseph Newgarden, has set sail on both. Not a lot of room for Pato Award to the high side. He made it worked, but momentarily as Will Power strong to the bottom of turn two. Just like the start of this race, Pata Award likes that higher groove exiting one and two, but this time he goes down low into the tire tracks of Will Power through three and four. Power and Carlick did a half in front of him. Marcus Erickson doing what he can to stay with that front three. Jake Query as he pedals it into turn number two. And Scott McLaughlin has the lap car of Jack Harvey just in front of him, so that keeps him from having clear sight of the top four. Pata Award with a second position, side-by-side side with Will Power into turn number four. Let's see if they can stay side-by-side. Side. They cannot as he fades just a little bit. An update from Pitt Road with Michael Young. Last time by Joseph Newgarden, Radio Dan. I've got a vibration somewhere, guys. We'll need to keep an eye on that. Stop and go for Rita's VK, Davey. Oh, that's unfortunate. Probably speeding in the pits takes him completely out of this contention. Where was VK? Well, he was actually 23rd. As we said, he pitted early. You lose two laps when you when you pit under green. He did that. He lost those two laps. Was able to make one of those back up. But now uh, he's going to lose another lap when he does his drive through. Uh, meanwhile, Jake Query, Joseph Newgarden has pulled away to a lead of about eight tenths of a second. Yeah, and Will Power has both the double concern of trying to keep Newgarden in sight and also worrying about Pata Award. But Award, who was very aggressive on the restart, starting to settle back just a little bit. He has Marcus Erickson just behind him. And Jake Scott McLaughlin would like to keep pace with that bunch, but he's not able to do so because he has yet to work his way around the car of Jack Harvey. Harvey currently shown in 21st. Correct, and his bigger concern now might be Elio Castroneves and Scott Dixon running just behind him. So Scott McLaughlin, who was very concerned about not falling too many laps behind, sets sail midway through the backstretch while his teammate Joseph Newgarden sets up for turn number four. Dixon back on the lead lap would like to get up there and run two. He runs underneath Elio Castro and Evans. Meanwhile, Pato Award is starting to put more pressure on Will Power. Award tried to take a look to the mid-groove and hope that Power would stay low, but Power washes up off of turn number two. As a matter of fact, Power starting to get just a little bit closer to Newgarden, while Award is trying to drive, uh, drive in on Will Power. Scott Dixon trying to free himself from Elio Castro Neves, and Jake Elio's not making it easy. Oh, not, not making it easy at all. As a matter of fact, at the exit of turn number one, Boy, Dixon stayed down to the bottom of the racetrack, washed up. He is now side-by-side side into three with Castro Nevis. And just in front of them, Scott McLaughlin continues to work on Jack Harvey off of turn number four. Those two again go side-by-side. Side. We're talking about Dixon and Castro Nevis. Now, again, McLaughlin is going to hold things up just a little bit. That allows Castro Nevis to get to the uh, high side of McLaughlin. He might be able to get a two-for-one. Elio Castro Nevis not racing like a guy that's three laps down. Or is he, Davey? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, Elio Castro Nevis, you think that's for position. God love him. I mean, he is holding up our leaders, though, which I don't know if that's good or not. They will remember that. Dixon wants to go fight with Scott McLaughlin. They're not only in a, a, 
a point championship right now or a race championship, but a point championship. And boy, Elio just did not. He was just wearing Dixon out. Dixon files that behind him. Just have to wait till tires were done. End of the day to Kyle Kirkwood. He'll finish 25th today, Nick. Yeah, just shy of halfway. The day ends for Kyle Kirkwood. Kyle, what happened? I'm not really sure, to be honest. I haven't seen a replay or anything like that, but went into the corner and went to turn, and nothing was turning. So um, super unfortunate because it felt like we were having a much better race than yesterday for the Sexton AJ4 racing number 14 car. But I just turned in, and the car was still pointed at the wall. So um, I'm not sure if it was because we were three wide and I just got shoved down to the marbles or if something let go. Um, probably won't know because we had damage on that side, so you won't be able to see it. But... Super unfortunate. Un yeah, I mean, but we were having a great race up until then. But it's what it is. You're the first driver we've had a chance to talk to. What are the track conditions like today compared to yesterday when it was much hotter? It's a bit quicker today just from the ambient temperature being down. Um, Balance-wise, it's, it's similar. It's just a little bit faster today compared to yesterday. All right, we'll see him in Indianapolis. Kyle Kirkwood done for the day. Uh, 145 laps complete. New Garden, Power Award, Erickson and McLaughlin, the top five. Dixon, Johnson, Rosenquist, Grosjean, and Herta, the top ten. And uh, now things have sorted themselves out a little bit, Jay Query. Moments ago, it was nine-tenths of a second to lead for Joseph Newgarden. It got shaved down to about three-tenths, but now it's back up to six-tenths as they head to turn one. We saw this yesterday at different periods for Newgarden, where all of a sudden, when he needed to, he would just go ahead and turn up that wick away from his teammate, Will Power. Power now has behind him Pata Award, and Award is trying to keep him in sight, doing a nice job of doing so off of turn number three. And importantly enough, Davey Hamilton, with this championship battle, if you're Joseph Newgarden, uh, you need to lead at least 15 more laps, 16 more laps to leapfrog over Will Power and get the bonus points for the most laps led. He was very disappointed yesterday when he did not get pulled for either race. And he set about the task of leading 200 laps yesterday to pick up those bonus points to offset what Will Power had yeah, done. And he is trying to do that right now. As you just mentioned, he needs all the points to get, although top of the charts. He's first in points right now. Only four ahead of Erickson, 14 ahead of his, his teammate, Will Power. But one thing I'm observing on track right now where they're still racing all over this racetrack, Scott Dixon finally got around Elio Castroneves. But so did Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy's trying to chase his teammate, Scott Dixon, down as Dixon's caught up to McLaughlin. Uh, Jimmy Johnson saying in the post-race again, he learned so very, very much and had a heck of a lot of fun both in qualifying and in the race itself. And it appears as though he's point for another good finish today. It's interesting to watch Will Power, Jake Query, because every now and then he grabs your attention, especially off of turn number two as we reach the halfway mark. But then we get by the time we get to turn three, Joseph Newgarden pulls away again. So we're going to watch it now as Newgarden exits turn number two, gets towards the middle of the racetrack, entering turn number three. Power this time by a little more gap than the last. As a matter of fact, Will Power now, all of a sudden, his attention might turn to Pato Award. Yeah, he better. He better check the mirrors because Pato Award is coming. Award is running about a half a groove higher on the racetrack. Jake, does that get him any momentum at all off the bank? It doesn't necessarily this time buy off three because Power went up high basically in the same spot than did Pato Award. Now, again, the bigger concern right now might be the fact that Joseph Newgarden is about to go around Simon Pagano and get himself a buffer from those two. And then he's got Alexander Rossi just in front of him, Jake. So, again, the leader's running in lap traffic. 
and now all of a sudden Newgarden sets sail for Alexander Rossi and Will Power has to worry about Pagano as they work their way off of turn number four. He quickly dispatches of Pagano. Now Pata Award will attempt to do the same. And you know, uh, these guys like Rossi and Pagano, uh, I, I, I think there's a little bit of security uh, on the part of Newgarden and Power because those guys, you know, former Indy 500 champions, former series champions, they understand the situation. Yeah, that's right. They sure do. And yeah, you, that's good. You written Pagano, you written Rossi, you mentioned uh, four-time winner Elio Castroneves all finding himself in the back of his field just hanging on. So they know what it's like to run up front. They know what it's like to block the guys that are up front. So they're going to be courteous, I'm pretty sure. Halfway through the high V salute to Farmers 300, Joseph Dugard, your leader. Thanks for tuning in to the NTT IndyCar Series on stations all across the USA, including WSCW in South Charleston, West Virginia, KBGG in Des Moines, Iowa, and WHCC in Ellettsville, Indiana, where most mornings you can hear our engineer and on-site producer extraordinaire Rick Evans taking you through your morning. So uh, we welcome all those great stations all across this great land of ours. Said to Pitt Road and Michael Young. Yeah, with Kyle Boyer on Pitt Lane. Kyle, good news was we had that caution. You guys able to get back on the lead lap running fifth. Bad news is your teammates look like they're in a whole other time zone. What's Scott saying about the car? Well, I mean, we're okay to start, and then we get a little loose. As you can see right there, we just lost a couple of spots. So it's just the traffic's bothering us a little bit more than our teammates. But it's all a learning experience. I mean, the Freightliner with Scotty's doing really good. You know, we're just first time here. You know, we're still learning, and, you know, we'll be okay. What else do you need to do to the car to help him? What's he complaining about? Well, we need to get some front wing into it, but then at the same time, we're trying to protect that right rear. Best of luck the rest of the way. Thank you. That's Kyle Moyer, the race strategist for Scott McLaughlin. Yeah, and he brings up a great point about Scott McLaughlin, Davey. I mean, you know, it stands to reason that Joseph Dugard and Will Power might be a little better equipped from an experience standpoint to handle the traffic over Scott McLaughlin. Yeah, you know, that's right. These tracks are very, very difficult. I'm sure when Scott McLaughlin, he'd never seen anything like this before, you know, coming from where, you know, the country he's from. They don't do oval racing over there, so um, unless it's on dirt in a sprint car or midget. So uh, right now, this is he's taking it all in and they're doing a pretty good job by the way i just i respect what he's doing unfortunately he had a good run going yesterday they had a right rear wheel nut fell or get didn't get tied or whatever it was took him completely out of contention he also sits right now seventh in that championship so good strong run unfortunately that seventh is 107 points back mark and just probably a little too far to try to pull off a championship uh, it seems like just a few seconds ago we mentioned the fact that uh, joseph newgarden needed to lead 16 more laps to leap over willpower for laps led in this race he's now done that he's led 84 he's laps led will's 80. led 80 yeah that's right and it doesn't seem like will has led 80 he did that all at the start of this event and uh, man the laps click off so faster when you know you go around your 20 seconds basically yeah, you know, it you know it doesn't take very long. You know, three laps a minute, and it uh, it goes by quickly. Uh, well, Jake Query, just an observation more than anything. And uh, feel free to jump in if things get dicey. I mean, there's three cars running in front of the leaders, but clearly they're playing nice. But the leader has a car that can pretty much go anywhere on the racetrack. And he just did exactly that. As a matter of fact, going to the high group to take care of Pagano, then going down low and dispatching of, I believe, that might be Ed Carpenter that's next in his sights. It was Connor Daly that he got that by down low. Now, we'll see what he does with Carpenter. So three different cars, Mark, and essentially now as he just stays all the way down to the bottom of the racetrack, 
three different approaches for Joseph Newgarden. And by the same token, Jake, while it's a fast race car and he's running second, I don't know that Will has the handling luxury right now that Joseph has. It doesn't seem that way anyway. would certainly agree with that. Newgarden at this point simply looks like one of those old-fashioned slot cars that you put in and it just sticks to the track, goes wherever you need it to go. Will power a little bit more conservative taking a little bit longer, for example, now to get past Ed Carpenter. I know 171 laps complete, Davey. I know you've been taking a close look at him. So is that true? Does it seem like that Joseph just, he's more stuck to the racetrack, racetrack maybe than Will is? Yeah, I just think the situation, that they continue to talk about the right rear tire, just making sure you take care of that right rear tire and what that means. If you overcook it, you get it too hot or wear it out quickly, it just makes the back of the car too loose. It just wants to spin around. You can't get the drive. And right now, from the in-car camera, Joseph, I see he has good input in the wheel. That means that that front end may be sliding just so slightly and not overcooking that right rear. And that's a balance that's hard to find. So explain what is the difference between good input and bad input and how you arrive at that conclusion. Yeah, so the input, when you watch the hand location on that steering wheel going through the corners, how much you have to turn that wheel. And, and sometimes if the back end is really free, you're not turning the wheel very much. But then again, if the front end is just not one turn, you have more input, more hand movement on that steering wheel to the left. And it seems like Joseph has more input on that steering wheel, meaning that the front end wants to slide just a little bit more than the back. And I think that's a balance that you want towards the end of these runs. 175 laps complete next time by Newgarden is your leader. Will Power, Pato Award, Marcus Erickson, and Scott Dix in the top five. Rosenquist, Jimmy Johnson, Scott McLaughlin, Roman Grosjean, and Takuma Sato, 10th. Callum Eilat is 11th, 12th is Colton Herta, 13th is David Malukas. The following drivers are a lap down. 14th, Alex Below, 15th, Ed Carpenter, 16th, Connor Daly, 17th, Devin DeFrancesco, 18th, Graham Rahal. Two laps down in 19th, Dalton Kellett. Three laps down in 20th, Rossi, 21st, Harvey, 22nd, Castro Nevis. Redis VK, four laps down in 23rd. Simon Pagino, 18 laps down. Kyle Kirkwood, 25th out of the race. Christian Lugard is listed as 26th. And a couple of guys that we expect to be in contention a lot of weekends, Davey, for various reasons. Uh, Rossi, Castro Nevis in 20th and 22nd. Uh, their car's just not handling well all weekend long. Simon Pagino's been a struggle for him as well with issues and Redis VK. Yeah, absolutely. And another one. How about Colton Herta? Fix and go a lap down. Just got passed by Malukas uh, for that 12th or uh, 12th position. Herta in 8th or 13th. But guess who's right behind him? That's our leader. Newgarden right now coming down this front straight and we're going to try to shoot underneath. Colton Newgarden or uh, Colton Herta put him a lap. A lot of traffic for the leader, Jake Query, in turn number two. Right now, that traffic to the outside of Joseph Newgarden is Colton Herta. Boy, they both started to wash up just a little bit high off of turn number two, but Newgarden pops down to the bottom of the racetrack between three and four, then washes up, and as a result, shuts that door for now on Colton Herta with Will Power just behind. Yeah, Will Power taking a bird's-eye view le uh, look at all of that as they start to enter turn number two. Colton Herta runs awfully high at the exit of turn number two. There's Will Power right on his rear wing. We will see if Will Power is able to now get clean sights on his teammate Joseph Newgarden by dispatching of Colton Herta. They are side by side talking about Power and Herta off of turn number four. As a matter of fact, 
Alberto went high into turn number one, power down low. He finally gets past that game bridge machine. Seems like the difference is, even if he wanted to, Davey, Colton Herta could not get that game bridge machine to the bottom of the race. That's track. right. He's running the second line around here, telling me that the back of that car just isn't stable. You want to make a bigger circle when the back end wants to come around. Don't put so much pressure on those rear tires. If you go low, it just wants to swing that back of the car around more so, and he will not even think about getting to the bottom uh, and, and pretty slow in the corners right now. Twelfth running, David Malukas is next in the crosshairs for Joseph Newgarden, Jake Query, into turn number four. And as a matter of fact, Newgarden oh, started oh. to wash a little bit high, as a matter of fact, coming off of turn number four. That allowed Malukas to get away, and Will Powers right on the rear wing now of Newgarden. Joseph really had to gather it back in. He went low, went high, then went high, and was holding on for dear life. Here comes Will Power at the halfway point of the back straightaway. This might be the first time that we've seen vulnerability within that Hitachi machine. Will Power now is really starting to reel in Joseph Newgarden up turn number four. They get to the start-finish line. It's down to two-tenths of a second after it was eight-tenths of a second moments ago. But, Jake, it looks like Newgarden's gathered it back in. This is a full song again. Yeah, things might have settled out just a little bit there. This allowed Malukas, at least for now, some breathing room over this duo. But again, Joseph Newgarden, middle group, entering turn number four. And Will Power runs about a half a group lower on the racetrack. Jake really gets a strong run up in turn number four. All of a sudden, it's Power that looks like he might be able to put that Verizon machine where he wants. Goes low in turn number three, washes up, but so too does Newgarden. He's right in the tire tracks, three car lengths back. And David Malukas runs just in front of them. It was Malukas that Joseph Newgarden had issues with trying to get around. Not sure David did anything wrong. It was just a weird entry for Joseph, and he had to gather it back in. This time off of turn number one, Malukas goes down to the bottom of the racetrack, but then washes off turn number two. Newgarden stayed in a more consistent middle groove. That allows for Malukas to continue to hold him off between three and four. 186 laps complete. Next time by will be 300 today. Newgarden, Power, Award, Erickson, and Dixon, the top five at the High V Salute to Farmers 300. Uh, rapidly closing in on lap 200 of 300 to be contested and a lot of work for Joseph Dugard to do into turn number four, Jay Query. Yeah, he's got all kinds of traffic now. Devlin DeFrancesco in front of him. He is side by side now with Elio Castroneves. Castroneves not going to necessarily let him get by. Newgarden goes low, but the problem is if he wants to wash up, Francesco's just in front of him. That Will Power can't keep pace for now as Elio and Joseph continue to go side by side into turn number four. And as you mentioned, uh, Jake Query, Devlin DeFrancesco will be next. Looks like Joseph is going to catch him in turn one. And Will Power's got Graham Rahal just in front of him as well. So Power's got some work to do as Newgarden finally gets underneath and past DeFrancesco up too. And Davey, it looks like that pit window's starting to open a bit. Yeah, it's definitely open. Cars are coming around. Pato Award coming in right now in his pit. We just seen uh, right now, we'll go to Nick. Yeah, I think they realize that the Penske cars are in traffic, so they want to get on pit lane. It's going to be a routine four-tire stop. Pack that car full of fuel. Pato Award peels out. He's been running third all day long. Michael Young. For Scott McLaughlin, four new Firestone Fireharks. They packed it full of fuel. No changes on that car. We see now Marcus Erickson beginning to lay out. So, too, the machine of Felix Rosenquist and our leader laid out. We'll see him down pit lane momentarily. And you will indeed see him momentarily. Uh, and Joseph Newgarten almost spun out upon entry to pit road. We'll see if race control like that speed or not. Michael Young, we'll go back to you. You're about to get really busy. Yeah, Joseph Newgarten hits his marks. The crew goes to 
to work. They're making no changes thus far. Actually, no changes. So a good stop for Joseph Newgarden. Will power about four car lengths behind. Nick Yeoman. Races can be won and lost in green flag pit stops. Will power left simultaneous. Same time as Joseph Newgarden. Routine stop. Look like a good pit stop, Michael Young. No changes for Marcus Erickson. Crew having a little problem with the right rear, but no harm, no foul. Marcus Erickson down and away. And it looks like uh, Roman Grosjean comes to uh, his crew's uh, attention for routine service. Michael Young. Yeah, just one turn of front wing for Roman Grosjean. He's down and away. Scott Dixon will hit his marks. The Wolfpack will go to, to work on him. See if they can get Scott Dixon in any positions. A quick stop for them. Maybe we'll help them. Let's see how they do. Yeah, good stop. Dixon down and away. David Malukas, Jimmy Johnson also coming to pit yeah, road good, service. Yeah, good stops for both those, but here's what happened. When we talked about uh, Pato Award coming in two laps earlier than leaders, he beat Will Power out. He's now in second place. Once his cycle's out, Power's behind him. So those new tires a few laps earlier uh, gaining him like 20 mile an hour a lap definitely an advantage. And it looks like the, the last one in this cycle to come to Pit Road. By the way, these updates from Pit Road brought to you by Speedway, the official fuel and convenience store of IndyCar, is Takuma Sato. But then, as you mentioned, Davey, it'll go from New Garden, Award, and then to Will Power. That's right. It's going to be uh, that, uh, right there. Then on to that, it goes to McLaughlin, Erickson, uh, Dixon will be the next one. Herta, well, Herta actually. Herta has pit as well. That early pit stop for Herta gained him some speed, but we're just going to see if their tires last late in the run coming on. And again, we're going to see the late takers coming to pit road as we speak, and among those, a guy that's been hanging around in contention all day, Davey, is Takuma Sato with that 51 car. Yeah, he has been hanging around all day, just trying uh, to, to stay with the pace, but boy, what all the cars seem to come out at once. Jimmy Johnson goes by Colton Herta, and then they're blocked up at Simon Pagino in front of him, Eilat, and then in front of him, Pelot. I mean, it's busy down that back straightaway. And uh, Graham Rahal, we just saw him come to pit road uh, for routine service from his race team. Graham Rahal looking to uh, squeeze himself into contention here today. As the last couple of takers coming to pit road, I, I know that he wanted to perform well for his title sponsor in High V. It's been a bit of a struggle this weekend for Jack Harvey, who comes to pit road for service. Yeah, and what happened with Jack is they kind of messed up on that yellow flag. They didn't wait till they had the wave around before the team brought him in. That's not Jack's fault at all. That's more on the team for whatever reason. They called him in just a, a lap too early, and uh, it cost him a lap. Boy, you can just see, Davey, as you watch these cars <laughs> that have just come off of pit road. Boy, you can just see the difference of the grip level, especially when they go through the turn. It's really amazing as we see Jimmy Johnson and Blow just flying by uh, Elio Castroneves right now and those new tires. And Jimmy Johnson did get ahead of his teammate as well uh, through that process. Uh, so Joseph Newgarden is back to the point. He has a lead of 1.1 seconds. Jake Query, he has plenty of traffic in front of him. Callum Eilat among them. Uh, and Pato Award, I guess if there's good news for Award, the buffer he has between him and the leader is his teammate, Felix Rosenquist. That is correct. And so let's take an eye now on Joseph Newgarden. Pops down to the bottom to get inside of Dalton Kellett. That puts him right in the tire tracks of Calum Eilat. But again, Rosenquist is going to do the exact same thing. And then about eight car lengths back for Pato Award. And uh, right now, Jake, it doesn't appear as though that Will Power is able to put any pressure on Pato Award. He's got clean sights on him, though, because there are no lap cars between the two of them. 
But right now, between turns two and three, Pata Award enjoys about a 10-car length advantage over Will Power. I'm sure he'd like to go up and run with the front runners, Davey, but certainly Kyle Moyer doing all he can to soothe Scott McLaughlin and his concerns with traffic. But, I mean, you look up at it now. He's in fourth place running a good race. Yeah, doing a good job. And then what he did to get back up there, like I say, pitted a little bit early. Pitted three, four laps earlier than his teammates. And I'm telling you that what happens with that situation, those new tires, you gain so much time. Uh, laps completed right now. Just to keep it updated. 206.94 to go. There's going to be one more stop. Now, when does that stop come? And I would have to say fairly early when the pit window opens so that cars out there don't make up so much time on you when you're on old ones. Uh, Joseph Newgarden, Davey, has led over 1,000 laps here now. Wow, domination. Uh, four wins, poised for five. He's led 121 on the day. Yeah, but so impressive. Ooh, as we see Scott Dix and his teammate Erickson go down turn one, almost bump tires, trying to lap Rossi. Rossi just struggling around there. Dixon gets by Erickson, but boy, what a close call between those two. Uh, throughout the course of the season, Jake Query has uh, given us a chance to get to know these drivers in the NTT IndyCar Series away from the racetrack. We call it a hot lap with Jake Query. Will Power is no stranger to IndyCar racing, of course, and he is the subject of our hot lap. Let's get right to it. Here's the things that I want to know about you. What was the first concert you ever attended? It's actually um, Naughty by Nature. Well, that would have been kind of cool. Yeah. I was like 16 or something. Were you a rap fan or like a hip-hop fan when you yeah, were a kid? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it was that. And who else was there that day? Oh, Coolio. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Coolio was there as well. Uh, are you more of a beach guy or a mountains guy? Beach. Do you have any fears? Fear of heights, fear of clowns, fear of, you know. Yeah, no. Yeah, fear of heights. I mean, you know, unless you did it for a while and got used to it. But, yeah, when you first look out somewhere high, it's a bit scary. What do you think is the thing that is most misunderstood about you? That I'm quiet, I suppose. Uh, Yeah, I honestly cannot know what people, how they perceive you. It's It's kind of interesting when you... You look at someone on TV and you you create your own perception of them, but then you meet them and they're completely different. So I don't think TV does justice to people. Um, so if you think someone's not a nice guy on TV, it's usually the opposite. Okay, speaking of TV, last question. What is the last show that you binge-watched or your favorite show that you've done that to? Cobra Kai. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that was the last show I binge Did you finish it? Yeah. Are you more Johnny Lawrence or Daniel LaRusso? Johnny Lawrence, man, all the way. Will Power, your hot lap is complete. I had a preconceived opinion of you, Davey, when I saw you on TV <laughs> before I met you, and I could tell you after I got to know you, it didn't change. It hasn't changed a bit. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's good or bad, but, <laughs> but I, I know what Will's talking about. Sometimes a lot of these drivers are really uh, quiet. When you go out with them, they're very quiet, and you watch them on the racetrack, they're very aggressive, and, and when you're on camera, sometimes you come across different. So I understand what Will's saying. 214 laps complete. Joseph Newgarden has led 128 laps, continues to lead. Potable Ward, Will Powers, Scott McLaughlin's got Dixon the top five. Erickson, Jimmy Johnson through seventh. Rest of these drivers are lapped down. Eighth place, Callum Eilat. Ninth place, Felix Rosenquist. Tenth, Roman Grosjean. Eleventh, Colton Herta. Twelfth, Takuma Sato. Thirteenth, David Malukas. Fourteenth, Alex Below. Fifteenth, Ed Carpenter. Two laps down at sixteenth, Graham Rahal. Devlin Francesco. Seventeenth, eighteenth, Connor Daly. Three laps down at nineteenth, Dalton Kellett. Four laps down at twentieth, Reedus VK. Also, Jack Harvey. Twenty-first, twenty-second, Alexander Rossi. Elio Castro Nevis. Twenty-third, five laps down, Simon Page. You know, 19 laps down in 24th, and Kyle Kirkwood is 25, uh, is 25th, and Christian Lungard is 26th. 
a high V salute to Farmers 300. Uh, 78 laps to go. Joseph Newgarden is your leader. Pato Award is second. Will Power is third. Scott McLaughlin fourth. Scott Dixon is fifth. Marcus Erickson is sixth. Jimmy Johnson is seventh. Those cars, just those seven cars on the lead lap. And Joseph Newgarden has now led 137 laps today after leading over 200 yesterday. Nick Yeoman, Al Unser Jr. had Long Beach. Scott Dixon has Mid-Ohio. This may be Joseph Newgarden's racetrack. I think the amazing part of that, Mark, is that some of those wins for Scott Dixon are, are days he had to face some adversity at Mid-Ohio and charge through the field. It's been a long time since we have seen a driver flat dominate like Joseph Newgarden has. Entering today, it was 1,385 laps led in the last eight Iowa races. So you factor that in and what he's done today. It's over 1,500, and it's really impressive. I talked to him about that during our, our pre-race coverage, and he you know, was, was pretty nonchalant and said, hey, I've driven for some really good teams and had some really good cars. He had a couple dominating days here driving for Ed Carpenter Racing when they had a perfect setup here. And then obviously Team Penske has been so good here for so long. But uh, Mark, it is nothing short of incredible what Joseph Newgarden, the feel he has for this racetrack. Again, there is nothing I think we've seen quite like it in the last 10, 15 years of IndyCar racing. One driver, one track being so dominant as he has been over the last decade here. And Davey, the thing that impressed me about that conversation when Nick brought that up to Joseph Newgarden, he said, well, listen, he said, ECR gave me some rocket ships when I was here, and he said, and then I came to Team Penske, and I've had the same thing. He said, so it's a team effort. It's not just me. I've just had really good race cars, and while I appreciate the humility, he does have something to do with his dominance. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Well, you know, what, what makes a good race truck car is that driver giving those engineers good information on what to make it fast, and obviously, he knows this place. He knows the feel that he wants, and he's able to transfer that, that information to his engineers and the people setting the car up, and they they listen. They know what he wants, and, and he knows what he wants. So, what what? It's outstanding. And let me tell you, short track racing. It's hard to have anybody dominate like he's done here. And how about an update on Joseph Newgarden from Michael Young? Been an interesting conversation between Joseph Newgarden and race strategist Tim Sindrick about this final stint. He thinks a lot of the teams are going to split this last 100 laps up into 50 apiece. So we may see a shorter window for those final stint for these drivers. They're going to kind of keep an eye and see who does what. But obviously with the amount of cars on the lead lap, they are in control right now as we close in on 70 laps remaining here in Iowa, Nick Yeoman. And with that thought in mind, Michael, of maybe splitting this last sequence, that allows these teams to maybe get aggressive on the setup if you're only going to go about 30 or 40 laps on a set of tires. That's the thought process in the second place running car, Pato Award. He just requested a little bit more wing when they come to pit lane here a little bit later in this race. Seventh place running Jimmy Johnson is next in the crosshairs for Joseph Newgarden in turn four, Jay Query. They worked their way off of turn number four. Boy, all of a sudden, Newgarden went really high to try to get around Johnson. They went side by side down the main straight just like that. But in between one and two, Newgarden gets around him. And Jimmy Johnson with a strong run off of turn number two. The lead is 2.4 seconds over Joseph Newgarden. And next in line would be sixth place running Marcus Erickson. Joseph gets a really nice run off of turn number four, starts to close into turn number one. We'll call it eight car lengths that Marcus Erickson right now enjoys, if you want to call it that, over Joseph Newgarden. Newgarden high off of turn number two. 
Erickson is in the same line. Erickson is just behind his teammate, Scott Dixon. I mean, Davey, this is your Indy 500 champion, and the guy that came in today with the points leader, right now he's in sixth position thinking he's having a good day. He's getting ready to get lapped. He's getting ready to get lapped. Isn't that amazing? I mean, just how fast Newgarden is around here. And, I mean, right, as you just said, he's only got a two-second lead over Pato Ward, but Pato has got an eight-second lead over third-place Power. Power's lost some ground. Um, on those uh, new this set of tires for whatever reason. Oh, we've got trouble in turn four, Jay Query. Looks like the leader, Joseph Newgarden, is up against the wall. Joseph Newgarden is going in the wrong direction because all of a sudden he made contact in turn number four. That car goes to the bottom of the racetrack. Everybody safely gets around him, but our leader, who has dominated, Joseph Newgarden, now has the AMR safety team already on site. 148 laps led, and a dominant day comes to an end against the turn four wall, Davey Hamilton. Unbelievable. I mean, all people, that, I would never expect that. Haven't seen the replay, lap, replay, but, I mean, it was a big hit on the left side of that car. Obviously, Joseph Newgarden moving around. Looks like he was okay. Yeah, getting out of the car. Most importantly, you know how frustrated he's going to be uh, when we interview him later. Uh, boy, and, and he had gotten himself to the top of the points chart, Davey, before that incident occurred, and that is going to go away. That goes away. Not only from the top, it drops him down to third position. Um, unfortunately, only 18 points out, which is still a positive thing. Watching him right now, gets down, he's by himself. He's on the bottom of that racetrack and just, it just you know, turns around. The car was a bit free all by himself. Nobody blame. Looks like he possibly got on that yellow line. Some luck like we seen Jimmy Johnson yesterday. Turned around so quickly. We'll watch it again from the end car. Gets down there. Nope, not much. Just had high, high uh, speed. Was going through there. And the back end just swapped around. That tells you how much on the edge these cars are. It looks good for all that time. The next thing you know, you're backwards. I mean, at first glance, Davey, I mean, just, just you thought, as you said, that he might have gotten below the yellow line, but he actually stayed above it. He stayed it. above it. I mean, it was just, there's a small patch down there, actually three small patches. That they have a little bumps to them and must have maybe hit it just a little bit different. Or as we talked, these rear tires are getting wore out and you know, he had good, you know, he wasn't going any faster than he ever has. That's just a weird, weird spin right there. I mean, there's, there's, you know, 30,000 plus here at, at, at like them. I, I'm in, I'm in shock. I'm in shock. Absolutely. I mean, just as Dom, we just talked about how many laps, how dominant he's been, how fast this race car was. And then you look at it, and you go, well, how did it spin? Why did it do that after all these laps? He had free track. He did, it looks like a great line that he's had. And next thing you know, he's in the wall. And but, uh, we're going to just have to listen to him and see if, you know, it looked like possibly, the possibly has seen the car potentially bottom out. I mean, I may have seen a bit of a smoke a streak before the thing turned around. Now, I can't promise you that on the replay. It was hard to see. But there, potentially that car might have bottomed out down there. I mean, we can be thankful for a couple of things. That safer barrier, we can be thankful for the rear attenuator on that car because he really hadn't scrubbed off a lot of speed on impact. Yeah, it hit really hard. I mean, that was not a good angle whatsoever. He gets out. He's right in front of us, basically, Mark, and gets out with no uh, no injuries. And these cars are so safe. But, man, what a shock to everybody in these grandstands. I'm going to watch it again. It's so hard to tell from the view, but it almost looked like they were, like I say, bottomed out a little bit. Right there, yeah, it sure did. That car bottomed out. Something happened uh, early. I don't know if he had a tire go down or what, but that car hit ground before it started turning around. So it definitely had something go bad. So just the second caution at uh, 235 laps complete, Joseph Newgarden, who led over 200 laps yesterday, he led uh, 148 laps on this day and looked to leave Iowa Speedway 
with the uh, points lead headed off to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and uh, the pits are open. Nick Yeoman. And Pato Awards going to inherit the race lead after the New Garden accident. It's going to be a four-tire stop. They're going to add some wing into that car. Pato wants that car to be able to turn a little bit more. Michael Young, how about the rest of the field coming in? Could be interesting. This race off of pit road indeed. Pato Award will be first off. Scott Dixon will have a tear-off pulled away. Scott McLaughlin coached by Kyle Boyer. It's going to be a race on pit road. Scott Dixon will beat Scott McLaughlin. Then it's Marcus Erickson and Jimmy Johnson. So the leaders have come to pit road and we'll pause 10 seconds for a This is the IndyCar Radio Network. Today's race is brought to you by Coors Light, the official beer of the NTT IndyCar Series. Borg Warner, official turbochargers of the NTT IndyCar Series. Racing Optics, the official aero screen and helmet tear-off of the NTT IndyCar Series. Safety Clean, official environmental service partner of the NTT IndyCar Series. And by Speedway, official fuel and convenience store of IndyCar. You all right, bud? Yeah, not sure what happened. Yeah, I, I, I think we'll uh, we'll hear from him when he comes out of the medical center. And uh, Davey Hamilton, you think uh, you might be able to suggest what happened? You think you saw that car bottom? Oh, I, I did. You four. know, after we'd seen it that second time, I mean, not a great shot of the angle, but before the car turned sideways, there was spark, not sparks, but you could see where dust and smoke came underneath that car. When they bottom out, they'll leave a little bit of a, a trail of smoke, and it definitely had that before the car even got sideways. So I'm not sure if something, uh, if a bump got him, a tire was going down, and what happens when the tire goes down, the ride height gets a little bit lower. you got to remember they're right on the track anyways, and just any little thing makes that car bottom out, and that's why it turned around so quickly. I mean, it just, when you bottom out, the wheels are basically off the ground, and it just spun around so quick. So there's something definitely happened. Well, the good news to report that Joseph Newgarden, of course, takes the mandatory trip to the infield care center, but Davey, uh, you know, he, he, he exhaled a, a bit mightily uh, off of that big hit, but he was able to step out of that car under his own power. And matter of fact, or rather matter of fact, they just kind of threw the hands up like he did. It, exactly. yeah. yeah, that's right. And, and then as I, I misspoke already, um, it, Scott Dixon went by him. Scott Dixon showed him a third, just quietly moving up. Scott Dixon now moves into third. That moves Newgarden to fourth in this points championship. 35 behind the leader Erickson and then 10 back is power then Dixon 33 back and now 35 back is New Garden and Pato Award if he can pull off this win he's really in the game only 38 points back as pit opens yeah and every little position will help Alex Pillow in that regard that quest to go back to back in terms of the championship 46 points behind is Alex Pillow in the sixth position. Michael Young, rest of the field, coming to pit road on this cycle. What a dramatic change in the storyline at race number two here at Iowa. The field that got waved around on this caution. Colton Herta will be pit out. Let's see how they do on their final stop of the day. So far, so good. They'll take away a tear off. Alex Pillow will be first out. Then a side top by side battle with Ramon Grosjean and Elio Castro Neves. Then Graham Rahal. Then it's Colton Herta. Let's go to Nick Yeoman. Things narrow up plenty, Davey Hamilton, to the exit of pit road. Oh, boy, it really gets tight down there. I mean to tell you what, they, they, you're turning very sharp down there, two lanes. And, and here's another thing that's a little bit odd. So what happens on pit layout and pit pick, it's so important. When you are the pole sitter of the previous race, you have the first pit. Right. But Power didn't get that. 
opportunity. They left the pits as they were yesterday. Even Colton Herta in that first pit, Power still like five or six back. Now, going into the next race, which is Indianapolis, we'll see Power in that first pit. But right now, getting a pole didn't advantage Will Power in a pit location. Uh, so now, as things cycle through, we look behind the pace car and we see Pot of Award, 247 laps complete. This time by with the 53 to go. It's award Will Power, Scott Dixon running third. Scott McLaughlin fourth, Marcus Erickson fifth, Nick Yeoman. All right, let's hear from Joseph Newgard. What in the world happened there in turn four? Uh, I don't know. I'm not I'm not positive. It just you know, something something went wrong. Um, hard to tell what it is, but you know, my, my guys do a great job for me and can't thank everybody enough for the sport with Team Chevy and, and Hitachi. It's just uh, just oh, it's heartbreaking. Up in the booth, Davey Hamilton noticed it looked like the car might have bottomed out. What could have caused something like that, do you know? I, I, I don't know. I don't have the evidence in front of me right now, but, you know, something went wrong. Final thing, that was a big hit. I mean, where does that one stack up? Uh, I, I mean, it, it was a big – it definitely rocked me. I mean, I, I got a little bit uh, shaken from it, but I'm okay. I mean, you know, we got great safety here in IndyCar, and the car held up good. Um, so it wasn't that bad, but, you know, it's never nice to hit the wall um, at Flat Chat. So, yeah, we'll pick up the pieces and, uh, and go on. See you at Indy. Thanks. That's Joseph Newgarden, Mark, out of the race after a dominant win yesterday. Cannot make it two for two after a crash against the turn four wall. Uh, still very much in championship contention, though, Davey, at 35 points back. Yeah, that's right. He, he's still in the game, but, boy, just imagine being in his shoes, dominating yesterday, dominating this race today, then just out of nowhere something goes bad and turn, it gets turned around and from the points lead to fourth. So some new players in the game. Jake Query. Pottle Award leads the field into turn number four. Just behind him, Will Power, and guess who? Scott Dixon. Green flag flies. Pottle Award to lead into turn number one. Marcus Erickson wants to make a strong move underneath McLaughlin. He can't quite pull it off. Meanwhile, Jimmy Johnson wants to go to his side side. They'll go by side by side in the exit of three. They'll do that, and as a matter of fact, they'll stay that way. Johnson might even have a slight advantage between three and four, but Pato Ward now with an eight-car length advantage over Will Power. Scott McLaughlin with a strong move off of turn number four. Jake, he's able to shake loose from Scott Dixon, so now he's going to try to track down his teammate, Will Power. Jimmy Johnson tried to go into a high line exiting turn number two to draw a beat on Scott Dixon. Can't do it. Pata Award really starting to extend away, away from Will Power off turn four. Yeah, it's like uh, that arrow car was shot out of a cannon, Davey Hamilton. Yeah, a good run right now. you got to remember these guys are all on new tires. Speeds are up. Matter of fact, 167 miles an hour that for Pata Award, 166 for Will. But they have to take care of their tires. 49 laps to go. These tires are going to be slowed down 10 miles an hour and sliding around, so Pato needs to take care of that right rear. So, Award, Power, McLaughlin, Dixon, Johnson, the top five. Erickson, Grosjean, Herta, Malukas, and Sato, the top ten. As Will Power starts to see his mirrors fill up of his teammate, Scott McLaughlin, in turn four. A lot of credit to Scott McLaughlin. Kyle Moyer had said just kind of learning the car over the course of the weekend, learning well, running third, and now just about two and a half or three car lengths behind his teammate, Will Power, off turn number two. Roman Grosjean tried to get a racy. He's trying to work his way through some uh, slower lapped cars. He wants to try to catch up with his teammate, uh, or uh, catch up, rather, with uh, Marcus Erickson, who's running sixth. Jimmy Johnson running just in front of uh, Marcus Erickson, their teammates, then Dixon. Then we go up to McLaughlin, Power, and Pata Award, Jake, with a lead of nine-tenths of a second into turn number three. Yeah, Pata Award is really starting.
starting to distance himself now from Will Power. Power goes down to the middle groove, then watches high just a little bit. Again, his bigger concern might be that of Scott McLaughlin. And McLaughlin has run a very patient race, Jake, and he has slowly but surely worked himself into podium contention. Is now starting to pull away from the other Scott, Scott Dixon, then even spacing back into turn number four before Jimmy Johnson. So uh, Jake uh, described it aptly, Davey Hamilton, even spacing, which is what we see for about 15 or 20 laps, and then things start to heat That's up. That's right, and right now, I guarantee you, Newgarden's cheering on McLaughlin, because what happened when he went by Scott Dixon, put him back in third in that championship, actually tied with Scott Dixon, 34 back, so every spot that these uh, his teammates can get better uh, is going to help him in that championship. Yeah, and it looks like if, if he's comfortably going to pick up the bonus points uh, Joseph Newgarden for leading the most laps. That's right. Today. He's got that locked down 148, got those points all locked down, so that's good to know. Now, Pato Ward has led 23 has a good opportunity to lead, lead the rest of them. Yep, Pato Award is looking awfully strong off the turn number four, run very high on the racetrack. Maybe I'm, I'm a little surprised. I guess maybe that's because the racing groove is. We talk about how dirty this track has a tendency to get throughout the course of a run. You know, you get a caution, you get the sweepers out there, but that racing groove seems to be pretty close to that outside retaining wall off the of four. Yeah, really. <laughs> you come all the way up. They use all the racetrack coming off turn four. It's a D-shaped. And it's a really nice exit to where you can get the power down. That's what makes the passing so good down the straightaway going into that gradual turn in and turn one. We see a lot of drivers, though, uh, get a little too high. Front end sliding up and they get, make contact. But, boy, it's been clean this weekend. Hey, I noticed on the opening laps, uh, was there any temptation at all to go ahead and start 27th yeah, on the field? You know, because actually, you catch the field pretty quickly. I caught the field quickly, and it's actually feel pretty good just to see what it's like to be back in a field of cars. And, yeah, it gets your drill. You, you definitely... Hey, short tracks are my favorite, so yes, I would love to be in this race. I know you're heavily involved in the fastest seat in sports, and the second week in a row that you filled in uh, for Mario Andretti, and uh, but I'll tell you what, uh, you, you got to love the smiles and the faces. And, well, it, it's probably twofold, the anticipation, the nerves before they get in, and then what they feel once they uh, yeah, take that they, ride. Yeah, you know what, it's just such a surprise of a ride. People don't know what to expect when they get out, they're so happy, and that was, uh, it's very, it's a great job to have, and be able to give uh, all these, you know, the, the fans can go for rides, and plus all, you know, the, the actually the governor. She went for a ride with me today, so uh, she enjoyed it. Uh, so let's say I'm, I'm giving a full field rundown now. Pato Award is your leader by 1.3 seconds over Will Power. Scott McLaughlin is currently third. Scott Dixon is fourth. Jimmy Johnson is fifth. Marcus Erickson is sixth. Roman Grosjean is seventh. Colton Herta is 8th, David Malukas is ninth. Takuma Sato is 10th, Felix Rosenquist is 11th, 12th at Callum Isla, all of those cars on the lead lap. A lap down in 13th, Alex Below, 14th, Graham Rahal, Devlin DeFrancesco is 15th, Connor Daly is 16th, 2 laps down in 17th, Ed Carpenter, 3 laps down in 18th, Renus VK, also 3 laps down, 19th, Rossi, 20th, Harvey, 4 laps down, Elio, 21st, 22nd, Kellett, who is five laps down. Simon Pagino is 23rd, 18 laps down. Newgarden will finish 24th. Kyle Kirkwood, 25th. And Christian Lugard, 26th. Tough day for Ed Carpenter Racing. Tough weekend, in fact, really, Davey. Uh, Connor, a lap down in 16th. Ed's two laps down in 17th. Regis VK, three laps down in 18th. Just, you know, I don't know what happens late in the run. Just not good. And you can tell their cars must be close to the same because they're 16th, 17th, and 18th, just like you said. So uh, just just a tough day for, for the Carpenter Racing. Tough weekend. They just didn't have the speed they felt they, they should have. Uh, 35 laps to go. 
And uh, Pato Award is already catching traffic into turn number four, Jake Query. In fact, he has to his high side, Ed Carpenter. They're going to go side by side into turn number one. He doesn't have to be overly aggressive because Pata Award, who goes to the bottom of the racetrack, knows he's got pretty set sail on Will Power. He now finally, off of turn number two, dispatches of Ed Carpenter. And he's going to have some breathing room for a little while. Will Power going to try to get around that car of Ed Carpenter. Scott McLaughlin will be next. But Dalton Kellett did a couple of other cars. And then business starts to pick up a little bit. We're closing in on 270 laps complete with Pato Award, Will Power, Scott McLaughlin, Scott Dixon, and Jimmy Johnson, the top five at the High V. Salute to Farmers 300. 10 to 15 laps at the start of the race where there's no traffic then suddenly even when you're at the front you kind of arrive on the back of the train it's just a really really fun track for the drivers to go to for the team to go to and then obviously really grateful to be representing Hy-Vee for the whole season and number 45 but particularly this weekend I feel like they were so instrumental in bringing Iowa back to the IndyCar series uh, and obviously as a, an event that they're creating it's, it's more than just a race now and I think that's what makes it fun and before I really got to the opportunity to, to meet them guys I kind of didn't really understand how or the level of commitment they had to RLLs to the series on a whole and then you come to this weekend and you just realise that actually it's going to be even bigger than what you could have thought so uh, it's, it's a really it's a really cool place that excited to go to uh, and we're all excited to be back here for sure. And Davey Hamilton, what a job High V has done. What a job Penske Entertainment and Ann Fishgrun and Bud Dinker and Merrill Kane and all of those folks. Absolutely. Outstanding job. I mean, you, I, I wish High V uh, could be at every race we had because they've done an outstanding job. The entertainment they have here. Colton Herta almost getting that outside wall right there coming off turn four and lost the spot. But, yes, they've uh, outstanding uh, entertainment. The fans came. It's fun. They have this laid out. It looks like a brand-new facility around here. What, what a fantastic a partnership. Uh, 22 laps to go. Pato Award with a 2.8-second lead over Will Power. McLaughlin, Dixon, Eriks in the top five. Johnson, Grosjean, Sato, Malukas, and Felix Rosenquist, the top ten. And uh, a stop-and-go penalty uh, issued uh, because one of the cars, Dalton, the car of Dalton Kellett, uh, made contact with a crew member, and that crew member was sent to medical. Uh, how about a couple of updates and some other forms of motorsports, Nick Yeoman, involving drivers with strong ties to the NTT IndyCar Series? Yeah, as we wind things down and we find out who's going to be the winner here at Iowa Speedway, shout out to a couple winners with IndyCar ties. First of all, last night, congratulations to Marco Andretti wrapping up the SRX Championship. He did it while playing hurt. He broke his wrist in an accident last night, but still held on for the championship. And then the feel-good story of the weekend, Mark, how about Sage Karam? We're so familiar seeing Sage run in the Indy 500 every year. He raced in the NASCAR Xfinity Series race at Pocono yesterday, finished 20th, kept the car clean. That was the first race since Sage uh, raced at Pocono when he was involved in that tragic accident where we lost Justin Wilson. Sage has been very open and honest and uh, and forthcoming about some of the stress and the guilt that, that he has felt of being at the wrong place at the wrong time, and uh, it was a big step in the right direction. So congratulations to Sage moving forward after what's been a, a tough couple of years and certainly a nice championship for Marco Andretti and SRX. Uh, two very good stories, Davey. A absolutely. And, and Marco, hey, I, I love seeing him. I, I tweeted last night to him. You know, hey, I, I, I'm excited that these drivers at Canaan tried to midget last week and Marco's on the short tracks winning this championship. 
getting some grassroots. These drivers that came up in a different way than we do in America here, getting a chance to run grassroots racing. So good going on Marco. And, and yeah, Sage, we love Sage. Good guy. You know, hard. That's his home track there at Pocono. And so good to see him uh, get a finish here. Well, you talk about that. Zach Veach here spotting this weekend for the Indy Lights. Stopped by the booth. He's been running a wing sprint. And uh, he's going to run the BC 39 at the Indianapolis yeah, Motor Speedway. Yeah, going to run a wing sprint this weekend. Going to get a midget test in. Uh, I told him, hey, while you're at Indy, come by. We're running Silver Crown cars. I'm mean, sorry, sprint cars at Raceway Park Monday. I told him to stop by. Maybe we can try them on pavement sometime. And we do want to let folks know it's a busy weekend in the capital city of the state of Indiana at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and at Lucas Oil Indianapolis Raceway yeah, Park. Yeah, what a great weekend starting Friday, really, at Anderson Speedway, having a sprint car race there. Then to go on to Saturday. Um, at uh, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway where IndyCar is going to have a race plus Xfinity. Then we go to Sunday where NASCAR will be on the Indianapolis Motor Speedway road course. And then we go straight to Raceway Park on Monday for Sprint Cars and Midgets. So a big weekend in Indianapolis. Uh, 14 laps to go, Jake Query. Pato Award is in firm command of this one for now. 3.5 seconds left. A 3.5 second lead, we should say. 14 laps to go. And Pato Awards car looked almost as hooked up as Joseph Newgarden's was. Yeah, and the other benefit he has, Simon Pagano, Elio Castroneves, Renis VK, Devlin DeFrancesco. Those are the cars that now sit between Pata Award, our leader, and second place running Will Power. Then Power has behind him Scott McLaughlin. Uh, this has been a blistering pace here, Davey. Unbelievable. Just uh, two <laughs> cautions for 26 yeah, laps. That's right. I mean, just so fast. When you click off 20-second laps, and, and I know it's raining laps, but it goes by very, very quickly. 12 to go. Been a great race. Good, good. Hey, you look at the finish right now. Pato Award was second yesterday. Power was third. You put Newgarden back in this game. It's really yep. the same three as yesterday. And, and, and Devlin DeFrancesco is running in front of Will Power in turn number three. And Jake Query, that's allowed Scott McLaughlin to catch Will Power, and he wants second place. So Power just dispatched of DeFrancesco. Now McLaughlin's going to go to the bottom of the racetrack. But DeFrancesco went the same way. And McLaughlin had to let up just a little bit. That allowed for some breathing room for Will Power. Yeah, very erratic line through the turn, which allowed Will Power to gain that advantage. But, uh, Jake, what is it, almost a straightaway now for Pato Award? Pato Award is entering turn number two, exiting it right now as a matter of fact. And Will Power is now negotiating Renus VK just now into turn number two. So about a straightaway advantage now for Pata Award. And that move that McLaughlin attempted to make to get around Devlin Francesco. now he's got a lot of ground to make up. Yeah, that's right. A little breathing room for Will Power, his teammate, but you're right, Matt, uh, McLaughlin lost a couple seconds, and then he has a nice stretch. Dixon's in three seconds behind him as well, so right now, after a miserable day yesterday, really, for McLaughlin with a wheel nut issue, um, he's, he's a good recovery for today. How impressive is it? Pato Award, I mean, you talk about all of the headlines uh, that has involved his race team. Some of them involved him earlier this year. And boy, I'll tell you what, since he solidified his future, he's obviously not being distracted by any of the talk with Pelot or Rossi or Rosenquist or anyone else. No, he's going for it. He knows where he's going to be. It made it just changed everything for him, and he just continues to have great runs. He continues to rifle up this points championship being fifth right now, only 36 points back. How about that? I mean, it seemed like at one point he didn't even have a chance, but man, what a great job he's doing. And then about the Ganassi car, struggled just a little bit this weekend. Jimmy Johnson seemed to be one of the strongest right now, around fourth, 
fifth and sixth place right now with Dixon, Johnson, and Erickson. And we don't usually have Johnson in that mention, so great job by him on this oval. Well, and you said on this oval. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, he didn't have the results in Indianapolis that he wanted, but he go back to Texas. And so I'm guessing if you're Jimmy Johnson, you're pretty excited to get to Worldwide Technology Raceway yeah, in a few he, weeks. he said bring on these ovals. He, he found something that he's competitive in. And it's great to see that. I mean, Jimmy took a big risk coming from NASCAR, coming over to the IndyCar side. Huge risk, because I know how different these cars are. Just really hasn't got the handle on them the street and road courses. But I'll tell you, these ovals, it just shows you why he was a multi-time champion in, his, in the NASCAR side, because when it comes to IndyCar and ovals, he's a, he's a, you know, he's a race contender. Four laps to go. Next time by Jake Query. Callum Eilat would be the next one in the crosshairs for the leader. Pato Award. Eilat currently running in the 11th position. Pato Award is midway between turns two and three. Eilat goes down about a half a car length off that lower line between three and four. Pato Award may be content to just go ahead and follow him around here in the last few laps. Meanwhile, whatever effort Scott McLaughlin had, whatever swings he was going to take and willpower he took, he still has not worked his way around Devlin Francesco as the leader starts to work his way into turn number three. Pato Award now, I said that about Caleb Eilat. I guess Award is going to go ahead and try to dispatch one more car. That British rookie is in front of him by about two and a half car lengths as they worked their way through turn number one. Pretty clean line for Pato Award. He runs about six car lengths behind Callum Eilat as he works his way to the halfway point of the back straightaway. Powder Award in now through turn number three. Keeps it in the middle groove. That's exactly where Eilat is. Award to the eye looks a little bit faster. Going to pop down now to the bottom as they enter turn number one with the white flag. White flag is in the air for Pato Award as he runs down to the bottom of the racetrack. Looks like he's going to lift a little bit. He's got a four-second lead, Jake Query. Wasn't the dominating day for the first half, but it might be for the last third. Pato Ward into turn number four. Another turn number four for the final time, and the twin checkers are out for Pato Award. He wins the High V Salute to Farmers 300. Will Power will come across the line in second. Scott McLaughlin making a strong bid for the third spot. He wraps that up. Scott Dixon finishes fourth, and Jimmy Johnson fifth. The High V Salute to Farmers 300. What a day, and what a race. Just two cautions for 26 laps, and Davey, hard to believe how quickly we got to the checkers. <laughs> this place is great. I love it. I mean, it goes by quickly, but what an exciting time. The entire race is just jam-packed with action, and it's not over. We still do a little post-race, and then we got Blake Shelton going to play for these uh, yeah. for these fans. So what a what a great event, and what a great run for Pato Award. Absolutely a, a great run for him. Will Power did what he did yesterday. He comes home second, just one spot away both times. Probably a little frustrating, but second, he knows better than third. Right back in this points champ. Scott McLaughlin made everyone sit up and uh, pay attention to him at the start of the season with how dominant he was in St. Pete. He almost got the win at Texas. Joseph Dugard nipped him off in turn number four. Uh, I, I think all in all, uh, at the end of the day, when, when he steps off the podium and starts to do the debrief, he's, he's got to be awfully happy, and uh, this has got to give him some sense of momentum toward the final quarter of the well, season. Well, I think confidence. I mean, just knowing that he's good on ovals and everywhere he goes. I mean, what he's, he's a winner. We know that. He's in this. He's back in the game for this championship and uh, you know he's been on top of the, the start of the season I thought he's unbeatable I think he's going to beat everybody but uh, right now let's, let's talk to our fourth place runner with Nick Scott Dixon yeah fourth place run for Scott Dixon and uh, one of those days where when you don't have a race winning car is this how you win championships top five and under death yeah I felt like we deserved a little bit more you know the car was uh, very good on the long run uh, on the restarts just 
so much bottoming, man, and, and uh, those uh, the three in front of us just had a lot of pace, you know, for that first sort of 20, 30 laps. But uh, kudos to the team. Uh, the PNC Bank uh, crew were fastest in the pits again today, which is which is huge. And a uh, big thank you to, to everybody on that side. And trying to get the most out of Honda, they do a, a tremendous job uh, every year and, and every race. And a big thank you to everybody, HPD. But, uh, yeah, fourth is good. You know, we, we started 18th. I think I dropped back to 19th or 20th. Uh, on that first start, and uh, then we tuned the car up, and it was uh, able to move forward. All right, a fourth-place run for the Iceman from one Scott to another. Let's go to Michael Young. Well, here we have uh, Scott McLaughlin. I guess we can do a, one Kiwi to another Kiwi. So what a run. Uh, yesterday, what could have been? Obviously, problems on pit lane, and today you were lapped down. You fought your way through. I was listening to the radio most of the race, and y you had your moments, but what a great run for you. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I was flipping out a little bit uh, mid-stint, but... Um, yeah, really pumped for everyone on the freight line of Chevy. I was really pumped before the race. So, yeah, I'm a closet Squen Stefani fan, so I was bumping near the concert stage and hanging out, and I'm sure all these fans were as well, and uh, appreciate you guys coming out. But it was um, a lot of fun. Man, I had so much fun passing Scotty Dixon around the outside last corner. I was like, oh, my God, this is sick. But uh, I had so much fun, and, um, yeah, I, I'm just really grateful for the opportunity, grateful to be at an IndyCar racer and just enjoying racing in front of so many fans. Kyle Moyer said you've got to remember this is new to him. You've accomplished quite a lot in a short amount of time yeah yeah I, look i'm just lucky i've got a great team behind me man and, and they pushed me to no end uh, you know i was screaming and yelling on the radio there for a little bit they calmed me down we just got going and and and, and passed a few cars so really proud of everyone on the freight line chevy and yeah just just having the time of my life you ain't no holler back girl congratulations you came home third <laughs> yeah i'll be bopping later don't worry boy, and scott mclaughlin a sixth place run for our championship leader marcus erickson Marcus, I ask, ask you a similar question that I asked Scott Dixon. When you don't have a race-winning car, when it comes to winning championships, how important is it to have days like you did today? Important. I think that's uh, that's what we do. We're consistent. We're always in the top ten. And this year, a bit better than top ten, you know, top sixes and, and top sevens and whatever. So it's close to top five today. But Jimmy was uh, was a bit too fast for me there at the end. I couldn't really hold him up. He, he drove really well. Um, but overall, you know, I think coming here, we knew this was probably our weakest track on the calendar and a double header as well. So come away with a six and an eight and still in the championship lead. I think that is uh, it's very positive. All right, a good weekend all in all for the Indy 500 champion Marcus Erickson. I know Will Power is not too happy. I know you wanted to win this race. It was a second to last stint, I think. Something, you just fell back. It didn't seem like you had a good set of tires. Something on that second to last stint had gone wrong for you. No, it was, um, I actually sat back and saved tires, and it turned out the track came on so much that you didn't need to, and those other guys went forward, and I just sat there thinking, well, they're going to come back to me, but... That was kind of a, a mistake. I didn't anticipate that because yesterday pushing hard is what cost me. So today not pushing hard. But, it was, I mean, the car was great. Honestly, I think we we had a shot at the win. Uh, we had a really fast car. We definitely run with the fastest guys. So um, great day for the Verizon Chevy. Great run for you. A, a good second-place finish. We'll see you in Indy. Sorry. Well, we'll see you in Indianapolis. Good second-place run. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. That's Will Power, guys. Yeah, he is just eight points back uh davy hamilton and he has uh, put the heat on marcus erickson yeah absolutely he has i mean only eight points back he said erickson's probably looking at this point chapter go man i need to i need to do something here i need to get going again and get this points lead back like i had it tied as you just said uh new garden still in that third position tied with scotty dixon and then our winner uh, Pato award 
sitting in that fifth position right now. Well, it's not the Spider-Man fence climb, uh, but he did jump on the wall and salute the fans, Michael Young. Yeah, I thought for a second you might climb the fence, Pato, but you didn't. Maybe run out to see the fans a little bit later. What a great run for you today. Congratulations. Fourth career win for you. No, it's awesome. It's what a great turnout. I mean, it's I've never seen Iowa like this. It's awesome to see you guys here. Thank you so much for coming. I know it's been hot, but I hope we gave you a good show because it was absolutely incredible. I think it was one of the best weekends in terms of how exciting the racing was. And, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm proud to be wearing the number five. You were so good towards the end of this race, and I thought you maybe had an opportunity to get Joseph Newgard until that incident. But once that accident happened, you ran away with it. Well done. Yeah, I mean, one thing is oh. to get up to him, right, and another thing is to pass him. So... Um, I, you know, I knew I just had to be there. I knew I had to be there, and, and, and I was going to be ready for, for an opportunity. Uh, I'm glad he's all right. And, uh, yeah, we ran home way, away with, uh, with the win. It's a great weekend for us, second yesterday and a uh, win today. And a great salute to these Iowa fans. I know you enjoyed being here this race weekend. Yeah, it's been awesome. Thank you, everybody, for coming. It's been awesome. There's Pato Award, your winner of Iowa Speedway race number two, guys. Yeah, there might be a few people now after that display uh, that become uh, fans of Pato Award, huh? Yeah, right. That's, cool. so. That's I mean, so cool of him. He, he, he's, a, he's a great competitor, obviously very, very talented. That team's coming on stronger and stronger, and, and uh, you know, he's got to just be proud. You know, he's an excited guy, and you know, adrenaline's running right now, but he, one thing that he can say, that, or one thing you said is perfect is this these fans thank thank you for coming out obviously S- such great fans great entertainment thank you Hy-Vee for for really bringing this track back to life and put such a great event on with concerts and uh, and great racing well the top three Chevrolet 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 seventh place Chevrolet the rest of them are Hondas but Chevrolet now leads the manufacturers championship a thousand eighteen to nine oh four Davey. yeah right now Honda I mean the races are counting down just like we talked in in the drivers championships they need to have a few good runs get some of their guys in that top five and start dominating but when you get Chevrolet's first second third. They're going to continue to creep away unless Honda could fight back. And you know they're going to try. There's no question. Both manufacturers are so close and so equal. It's just what team's better that weekend. We'll give you the numbers when we come back to Iowa. Way to go, boys. Way to go. Awesome weekend. Let's go. Nice job, baby. Pot of award. That's what it sounded like as he crossed the start-finish line. Picking up the win. Will Power second. Scott McLaughlin third. Scott Dixon, fourth, Jimmy Johnson, fifth, Marcus Erickson, sixth, Rosenquist, seventh, David Malukas, eighth, ninth, Roman Grosjean, tenth, Takuba Sato, eleventh, Callum Eilat, twelfth, Colton Herta, thirteenth, uh, Alex Below. We should say, starting with Herta in twelfth position, these drivers finished the lap down. Ray Hall, fourteenth, two laps down, fifteenth at De Francesco, same for Daly. 16th, and then three laps down in 17th, Ed Carpenter, four laps down, 18th, Rossi, 19th, VK, 20th, Jack Harvey, five laps down, Elio Castro, Nevis, 21st, Dalton Kellett, six laps down in 22nd, Simon Pagino, 19 laps down in 23rd, Joseph Dugarden, he led 148 laps until it all came crashing against the turn four wall on lap 235. He finishes 24th, Kyle Kirkwood, 25th, out of the race, and uh, Christian Lungard, 
completed 112 laps. Again, Newgarden led 148 laps. Will Power, 80. Pato Award, 66. Kubasato, 5. David Lucas led a lap. So five leaders, seven lead changes. Two cautions for 26 laps, improving the most on the day. Scott Dixon, plus 14. Eilat, plus 11. DeFrancesco, plus 10. Plus 9 for Erickson. And Graham Rahal will power turn the fastest lap of the race just to take over 19 seconds on lap 134. As we head uh, to the next race next weekend at the world's greatest race course, uh, Marcus Erickson sees that lead shrink to eight points over Will Power, 34 points over Joseph Newgarden. Same for Scott Dixon, who's fourth. Pato Award improves to 36 points back. 44 points back is uh, Alex Below and Scott McLaughlin still might be within striking distance, 86 points back. And Davey, uh, we think we're in a stretch of Point, a point in time where that uh, points championship uh, would start to settle itself out, but it's doing nothing but get tighter <laughs> yeah. among the top four it's or five. It's pretty amazing. Now, and you, as we say, I think that you're right. I think seventh, seventh forward has an opportunity, obviously, to win this championship. Colton Herta finds himself that eighth position, 125 back. Just think that's too far. And then how about Felix Rosenquist, although not in the championship hunt, moves up two positions into that ninth. That's something that he's needed. Uh, he's in the top ten. He's he's fighting for uh, he's fighting to be back in IndyCar. He knows what team he's with, just doesn't know what series. Uh, well, we were all anxious uh, to see how this event would unfold when it was first announced. And uh, I would say to everyone involved, Davey, especially High V, who is responsible for the majority of this, uh, they would be quick to pass along a lot of credit to a lot of other people. But uh, job well done to them. Job well done. The race fans in the community around Newton, Iowa. Yeah, absolutely. Feel so welcome here. So happy to be back. This is, like I say, I continue to say my style racetrack. Love short track racing, especially with Indy cars on it. So uh, High V and all their partners, by the way, and all the people that help support this event. Thank you so much because it's you guys. I know it's Iowa, and we don't. You don't connect Iowa with racing all the time. But I'll tell you what they. They're putting on a fantastic event, and it includes IndyCar. All I can tell you is that if you are a race fan, and I mean a race fan of various forms of racing, there is no better place to be from Thursday to Monday than Central Indiana. Yeah, week. that's right. It's coming on. I mean, we have the sprint cars at, uh, at uh, Anderson Speedway. goes right in to uh, IndyCar practice actually that same day with uh, Xfinity and then we go to Saturday race. IndyCar's on the road course, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, NASCAR Sunday on that road course and then Monday go out to Raceway Park check out the uh, midgets and uh, sprint cars out there as well. And next for us, uh, certainly uh, no disrespect to all of the great venues but our favorite place on the face of the earth, the world's greatest race course the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. The Hy-Vee Salute to Farmers 300 presented by Google and Iowa Speedway has been brought to you by Firestone, the official tire of the NTT IndyCar Series for driving IndyCar legends. American Medical Response, official partner of the NTT IndyCar Series and the AMR IndyCar Safety Team. By Speedway, official fuel and convenience store of IndyCar. By Coors Light, cold as the Rockies, Coors Light is proud to be the official beer partner of the IndyCar Series. Coors Light, made to chill. By Borg Water, official turbochargers of the NTT IndyCar Series. By Safety Clean, official environmental service partner of the NTT IndyCar Series. And by Ruoff Mortgage. For a fast mortgage process, apply online at Ruoff.com. The Children's Foundation, proud sponsor of Racing for Kids. Hitchman Racing Uniforms, nothing fits like a henchman. The Indy Racing Experience, the fastest seat in sports. 
by Racing Optics, the official aero screen and helmet tear-off of the NTT IndyCar Series, and by NTT, official technology and title partner of the NTT IndyCar Series. Our driver analyst, Davey Hamilton, in the pits, Michael Young and Nick Yeoman. In the turns, Jake Query. Chief engineer is Rick Evans. Satellite support courtesy of Scott Forget. Our producer is Sam Rumsa. Production assistance by Paul Levin. The network director is Chris Polly. This is Mark James. IndyCar returns home next weekend. Join us Saturday, July 3rd at noon Eastern for the Gallagher Grand Prix. Then stick around for the NASCAR Xfinity Series and the Pennzoil 150 on Saturday followed by the NASCAR Cup Series and the Verizon 200 at the Brickyard on Sunday. We'll team up again with the Performance Racing Network for a weekend full of action on the road course at the famed Indianapolis Motor Speedway. You won't want to miss it. The preceding was an exclusive copyrighted presentation of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Radio Network.